also takes me back to the time of, like the trap, the hood videos. It's, it's getting played on like BET and MTV jams. Like y'all, y'all remember the Swag Surf like official music video? No. How I look like a shot of somebody Android phone from 2007. I was gonna say, wasn't it a oh, lot of like yeah, kind of like like the like the first beef it up video? Yeah. <laughs> Where they just shoot it at the park? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. With the like, community I grill. Picture yeah. them outside, like big groups, right? No? It, and it, I don't remember, but I just know, like, you know, the whole song they're talking about wearing polo, and then, like, they got the, all the polos are blurred out because <laughs> they couldn't get it wow. just like, no I'm association. always wearing polo, nigga. I'm Ruffalo, a mascot. And then all the polos just blurred. Just blurred. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, yeah. you, you know it's a horse thing. No, it's, it's BET. They're like, nope, nope, nope. Right. <laughs> nope, nope, no ad ref. Nope, nope, nope. And who else had a... Um, the rich kids. They had the two versions of the one. I'm flexing, bowling. Remember the first video came out and it was so poorly done. I and see they, you. They used the, oh oh, this is the one that the uh, the record label put out. This is significantly better. <laughs> but it came out like the same time. I was like, did they have this? Is this somebody's like high school project? They shoot a music video. This. They were all in high school, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, get, you can't get mad at that budget. Right. They're, they're doing what they could for what they had, you know? Especially for the time, because, like, you know, the, the cameras wasn't... Uh, this is pre-everyone having a Canon TTY anyway, so <laughs> people, people did what they best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how times change. Oh, yeah. Times are, times are changing, but... Uh, so speaking of while we're on the topic of Atlanta shit, we might as well go ahead and talk about Jeezy versus Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a real thing that happened. We had some predictions and speculations on the last episode. Yeah. I <laughs> feel like we were right. <laughs> Just completely. I, I, Just completely. I, I totally thought like it, it, Gucci can't be doing this song. I was like, there's no way Jeezy's gonna sit up there and let that man disrespect him for that long. <laughs> But they agreed to it. I mean, when you, when you, I guess, like, when you really think about it, yeah. I mean, it really felt, it really just felt like, you know, hey, you tried to get me killed. So I'm pretty justified in so everything yeah, I'm alle- doing right now. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. And also, it was, see, the. Some real, you know, allegedly some real shit happened. He sent some, people went after Gucci's chain, which Jeezy put a price tag on, and one of the people that went after Gucci's chain ended up dead. You know, like, and then, and then remember how he died? He died like in a, at like on the playground of like a middle school around the corner from Jeezy from Gucci's house. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's, kind of, it's it was it was kind of, it's, it's an ex, it's an exo facto, but we're not gonna you know we're not pointing fingers or anything like that, but. <laughs> the gen- the general I felt like the general consensus is nigga you tried it yeah, so I mean, we gotta address that we as as because like as as like kind of like as an Atlanta nigga you tried my life and I'm standing here on stage with I'm standing here on stage with you right I gotta say I gotta and, and I gotta do this yeah let's I respect move past it. it I'm like no nah. I gotta do like I got you got Don't like you have no. to remember you gotta remember like Jeezy is not. A rapper like Jeezy is a motivational speaker. No, no, I mean I'm not Jeezy, but uh, Gucci. Like Gucci's not just a rapper. Gucci, like that's a real nigga. Like 
this is this. Who's just straight up nigga? Like, yeah. don't. He's straight up at, at, at specifically straight up Atlanta street nigga. Yeah, and, it's different. Like, yeah, uh, even with, even what Gucci was saying, he's like, my hood right right down the street. I don't know where his hood from. You know, Jeezy's not from Atlanta. Jeezy's from Macon. So Macon. Yeah. Oh wow, country. Yeah, I mean, he just yeah. came to Atlanta. He was real young, and also. I didn't. It didn't really hit me till I was listening to a podcast, and someone brought this. Uh, mentioned this that, you know, Jeezy had like maybe the most powerful street team of all time behind the BMF. You know, Jeezy was uh, Jeezy was powered by the industry. He was signed to Def Jam and Bad Boy at the same time. He had BMF behind him at the same time. Is Jeezy had to be the biggest nigga ever <laughs> coming fun. out coming out of Atlanta when Atlanta was on fire. Random fun fact: the reason why the bars changed their hours is because of BMF. Yeah. Like shit was so wild. Like I read, like just ran. I, I mm-hmm. used like I randomly go to Wikipedia and read about. I just read about Atlanta and like the Atlanta history on Wikipedia of like their different. Uh, just even streets. Wow, this is relevant. From Yet from yeah, from street from streets <laughs> to neighborhoods to total areas. Mm-hmm. Like Buckhead, like the BMF era of Buckhead was that was the Ray the Ray Lewis case. Mm-hmm. That was BMF era Buckhead. Shit was so wild in Atlanta. Like Atlanta was just like, listen, we can't be having to six. The clubs don't stop until six in the morning. <laughs> we gotta stop that shit. <laughs> BMF three because of B because of like the BMF era just (coughs) niggas was wild. Yeah, but they also was responsible for like why, like why Atlanta blew up the way it did because there was so much money that flowing through. So the way mega churches, um, different after school programs, all the money was coming through, and all of it was drug money, and everybody knew it, but no one was gonna say anything because hey. Is this money. money dirty? Yes, but are we doing something constructive and positive with this money? Also, yes. I mean, that's hey. the same. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's, that's, just, that's basically what they did. Building a fucking city. That's basically general. that's what they did. In, that's what that's basically what they did in New York City mm-hmm. anyway. Right. That's what the mafia. That's what the mafia did in New York City anyway. You just can't let black people do it, brother. In this essay, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess essentially, like, be, well, what. I don't know if uh, specifically what they tried to do with Atlanta, but basically what the mafia tried was doing with New York is like when I guess like reading different mm-hmm. um, articles and like different people who were there from the era, like the mafia during that era was like taking care of they were taking care of neighborhoods and building up a lot of things and investing in community. Even sir, even other like black like Black Caesar probably one of the most successful drug dealers like ever. Like he's he's imagine like the imagine like in the night I guess like the twenties thirties. Where the mafia was getting their connection, their drug connection, it's called the French connection. Where they were getting their drugs from the French because they were getting it from North Africa, in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. shipping it to France and getting it from there. Imagine a black man being able to get that connect, the same connection that the mafia was getting. A black man was able to get and become as roughly as them, and then whipping that money around during the seventies. I can't. I don't know if I'm getting my errors correct, but like. It's basically this, basically kind of like the same thing of like being able to come to a city, spread the money that you're getting around the drug money around, and like build and kind of like building it up. This is the era of Young Jeezy and mm-hmm. also early Gucci Mane. Yeah, like money just swirling. It was so. I bring all this up, but like Jeezy had so much stuff. I like again, Def Jam. When Def Jam was Def Jam, L.A. Reid, Jay Z, Def Jam, Bad Boy. 
He's single. You know, I say, you know, he had boys in the hood, but yeah, he was signed to bad, but like he had all this, he had his whole big engine machine. Yeah. It was all behind Jeezy. Five in the morning. Yeah. On the corner clock. <laughs> and then it was and then it was Gucci. Just at a regular, regular street nigga from East Atlanta. And Gucci went up against all that shit. He still survived all that. He climbed his way up and carved out his fucking lane. Yeah. And then birthed all this, like, current yeah, so, shit right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> just, so just imagine, like, everything Gucci had to, Gucci had to go through. is like, of course, I'll be, I'll be wild, too. Like, you know what I just beat? Bro, this man I didn't I beat the down street. that whole versus. <laughs> I beat the streets and I beat the industry. I mean, he was wild before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. mean, it would take it she would was, take that type of nigga. Saying, Yo, this is clone it would Gucci. it would take that type of nigga to, to, to do all that shit anyway. Nah, 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 I wasn't clone Gucci. Yeah, people were saying like, Yo, yeah, clone Gucci's doing this. This this, this can't be Gucci. I don't like, I don't I don't believe that because it's like, come on, <laughs> from from I, when we watch the verses, it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah, kind of like it's, it's kind of like what I read. It's kind of like like imagine like you go you go you I guess like peak Gucci like what we know of Gucci Mane of just like you know when mm-hmm. he was pregnant. Like, uh, like get yo, money. Ben Gucci was on some different. It's shit. different oh, shit. Yeah. Like what he was like what he was lean fueled Gucci. Yeah, exactly. Like what he was money what, like what he was going through mentally during that time, and like constantly the dr- the drug full, almost like a drug fueled rage. And then when he went, I think when he went to jail that last time of just like having to sit in an isolation cell yeah, and just like deal sit with that with, shit. deal with mm-hmm. basically kind of How like deal deal with everything that he did within his life to get him to that point, while also dealing with. Lean withdrawals, mm. like what that pre- like pregnant Gucci, all that stuff was just it would. He purged. Yeah, <laughs> I hate essentially. Literally and physically, yeah. Yeah. I, he had to get he got like, rid of the demons. Exit. All that stuff in there, it had to get out. Yeah, I, 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 I hate to say this, but like <laughs> looking at Gucci Man is like a perfect. It's like he's the ideal what you what the uh, the penal system to do to somebody. Uh, you go to jail, you go come out. We come out of jail, you come reformed. You get all, any shit you was on, you got off that shit. Your mentality changes. Like, you look, it was hard. This is what's supposed to happen to you if you go to jail. You're supposed it took to come like six, out, it took like to six times, but you, know, yeah. you got yeah. it. I, I think a lot of times it's, it's less about uh, like what the system could do. To, I mean, because honestly, when Gucci came back home, he came back home to more money too. So that's also mm-hmm. things like, all right, yeah, like I'm like his wife was taking care of all that. She was like, yo, when you do this, I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? And flipping his money for him. He also so, came he also came home on fire because of all the people he put on from Thug right. to um uh Metro. Migos. Migos. <laughs> Wee Longway. Yeah. 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 Like Gucci when he because all the groundwork he had laid before he went to right. prison. Not to mention, he was putting out projects that whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he, he was recording so much that he was able to do so. He got something like 103 albums or something like that. 103 albums of mixtapes. Yeah. Gucci, Gucci not put out. And when you, when you, you know what I'm saying? Niggas was, off, niggas was trying to come for Gucci. So when you just living in the studio, because where else are you going to go? Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame he didn't get more of those uh, <laughs> great songs during his verses. But I get it. He had to like go ahead and play the diss. Like, then play the disc. Then play, then play the other disc. The other disc. Then play the big disc. The big disc. <laughs> and yeah, damn, that shit was that shit was lit though. This is the only verses that I've actually watched, and I had a great time. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was one for the culture. Like yeah, yeah, we're like man, Ashton, we're all up here just like yeah, <laughs> like this is that shit. 
When they did, when they did so icy at the end, I was like, bro, I can't bro, believe I'm bro, watching this right bro. now. I was like, oh my like, god, I felt that in my gut. I was like, I can't, be- I, can't I, was, I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this, bro. Because right like five minutes so before, icy, I'm like, they gotta both do. Both them. I'm like, they gotta do so icy. Yeah. They gotta I'm, do. Everybody was saying before, the, oh, they gotta end it with so icy. They gotta end it with so icy. And then just how the tension kept rising, and how everybody was just like, I'm, I'm, I have anxiety. This is good. Put that nigga in the dirt. Yeah, I was like, yo, yeah, put that nigga. Bruh, I was like, Jesus. Even the, even the DJs is going back and forth. Bro, hey, but yeah. how you gonna play a I gonna play a song with some, well, another DJ drops on it, huh? Like even they even they going back and forth dissing each other. And I was like, man. I was like, what the fuck happening over here? You know what I'm saying? I was like, gee, I was yeah, like, that, that shit was a boxing match. Like that yeah. that it was a fight. It was it was martial arts anime, bro. It was it's straight up jujitsu kaisen. Yeah. Like that shit, that shit was fire. Both I mean, niggas throwing out their curse techniques. <laughs> like Jeezy was just playing a more defensive. Like all right, I'm going like I'm going defend and hit counterattacks and shit like. Yeah, that. yeah. My uh, Gucci played the truth, and then Jeezy responded by first giving a little speech. And then, yeah, went, and then I, that speech was kind of like I'm like come on, bro, come on, come on, bro. And then we went straight into get your mind right. I'm the realest nigga. Yeah, in but when that job, yeah, like, that's the only know. thing you can do in that situation. No, you know what? And that's why if we, if we already give it rounds to these rappers. That's why I gave that round to Jeezy because that was supposed to be the knockout hit. Gucci supposed to play that song, and G- you're not supposed to be able to respond with it. So the fact that Jeezy came out and he, and he did good, I was like, ah, oh, Jeezy, Jeezy got that. And then from that point on. Yeah. That's like that exchange when both boxers, like one just kind of was a little bit further out. Yeah. Uh, Is that scene in, uh, in Dragon Ball when Goku kicks uh, Master Roshi? Master Roshi say, yeah, only one because my legs are just a little bit longer. You little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. I had to blow up the goddamn moon. But yeah, but just watching it in total, it was great. It was it was great. It felt like yeah. It was it was it was what the city, the city needed for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how it gets bigger than that. Like that was just episode one of season two. Like, what, where do you go from there? Yeah, that shit had some energy behind it though. Yeah, and like apparently they buried the hatchet after this. Oh, they said Jesus said he extended. Uh, Gucci said you extended the olive branch and I accepted it. Now does that mean do I expect them to go on tour together? Oh, fuck do I, no. <laughs> do I expect them to do a mixtape together? No. Do I expect them to be even be on the song together? No, I no. think it's more of hey, we can now coexist in the same spaces. And no one has to be worried about Black Thug. Go ahead, you could do a song with Jeezy. Yeah, literally, <laughs> Thug said it on so much fun. Damn, I could never do a song with Jeezy. Like, it's so many. If you look at it, Jeezy. <laughs> or Andre 3000. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, like, the only young artist I can think of Jeezy ever doing a song with out of Atlanta is uh, Rest in Peace Bankroll. Like, Bankroll Fresh is the only person. He's the only young rapper out of Atlanta I can remember Jeezy having a song with. Yeah. He everybody else, song. everybody else with Jeezy was established in YG from fucking LA. But that was it. So now I was like, dang, will 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 we see younger artists start to fuck with Jeezy on that level now? Will this bring Jeezy into like the forefront? Bring him back around? Who knows? I kinda doubt it. Maybe, but I I kinda doubt it too. Yeah. What, did y'all check out his uh, Recession 2, his album? Not nah, really. Not I. I think I listened, I listened to that song he put out before. Therapy for My Soul? Yeah. We went at Gibbs? Yeah. And 50 Cent? I was like, oh, I was like, 
it's cool. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, Almighty Black Daughters are really good on there. Yeah, I really, I fuck with the album. It's just the recession is probably my favorite Young Jeezy album. Also, so, um, I'm so upset that rumor has it didn't make it to the recession because that I think that was during the the, the rumor has it. I, I think it might have been supposed to be on the uh, the album before that, mm-hmm. but the the version that I have has the recession as the cover. So I, I I assumed it was supposed to be on that album, but that's probably one of the best Pharrell beats. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it would have been the allure for Jeezy. Like yeah. it's it was like. I can't like honestly. I can't believe that he said no to that song because that that's like that beat, that song, Pharrell's verse was like so amazing. It's like that song was so amazing. I can't believe that it wasn't on any album. And I didn't realize that until I was like, I was I was prepping for the album, listening to some because mm-hmm. like I'm a I'm more I'm more of a Jeezy fan because I'm more of like I'm a I'm a music first kind of person. Like I don't care about. Re- the rappers personally, yeah. like I don't care about that stuff. Of like, are you making good songs? So I like Jeezy songs better than Gucci songs. No, oh, same. So uh, Gucci is just an era. Like, I can't think of high school without thinking about Gucci man. Yeah, that's how just a big he was yeah. and how he dominated everything. But like Jeezy's, like I prefer Jeezy's music all the way. I still ride around listening to Jeezy. Old shit, new shit. Yeah, that's all. Sound like we always had Jeezy at the house. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I had to go out and about and do some ratchet shit to get the Gucci. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah like Gucci, yeah. Gucci's like, like okay, Gucci's yeah. the rat. Like I'm once you get into ratchet, once you get into ratchetness, right? Like my you brothers, understand? It's like I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like on a cognitive level. Until you get into ratchetness, some people are born and raised in ratchetness, so right. they automatically understand Gucci. But what, it isn't until you get into ratchetness that you actually understand Gucci. Like my like my cousins, I remember they listened to. I remember seeing Trap House, the Trap House CD on a table. But at the time, I was listening. It was like maybe around so icy. Mm-hmm. Around that time, I was listening to. I would rather listen to Jeezy. Like what? And then what was out? Yeah. Um, Soul Survival was out. All the Jeezy songs were out, so that's what I knew. But I knew that so icy and like what was like one other song from Trap House. There's another song probably out that was there, but like I was freaky, aware, freaky like, I was, like I was aware. Is Freaky Girl on Trap House? I can't remember, but I was aware. I was just kind of like aware. Okay, Gucci Mane has an album out. It's called Trap House. I see it there on the table. My cousin is listening to Gucci. Maybe I should listen to Gucci a little bit of Gucci. I wanted right. to take that CD. To the only honest. person who was playing Gucci was my cousin, or just niggas in high school. <laughs> Were they selling drugs? <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> I don't know, officer. Officer, you're stupid. <laughs> officer Jones. Officer Jones. Yeah, do you, do you, do you and do, are they selling married. drugs? Are they still selling drugs? Are they within the city or within Savannah? What is their legal name? Where do they, where do they drive? License plate numbers? Where your grandma <laughs> stay, huh, my nigga? <laughs> are the yams still at their auntie house? <laughs> what is her name? I, I noticed you were driving real easy. Are the other pies on you? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a bean pie? I know you Atlanta niggas like perks. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. That was on. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. That was on trap house. Oh man, that just reminds me of being at a party. Just in yeah. Man, I just I feel like I need no. to I need to go back and like come up with like a YouTube playlist of all the songs that we're playing because like when I a lot of the songs that I was that I heard were like uh, like the real trap sound. 
were really when I was in Tifton, Georgia, like Southern mm. Georgia, like Atlanta. Atlanta is different. Like you got to play to a different market. But like when you get into like the deep Georgia, Georgia, not yet until Savannah, but like Georgia, that's where you heard like Bo Hannon and shit like that. Mm. More Defoe L, deep cuts and shit like that. Shorty Low and shit like that. That stuff was in like Georgia. That was that, those songs were played on the radio in Georgia. Real trap. Like real trap shit. I yeah. need to come up with a YouTube channel of just like. That I type kept of trying to explain to my friends like this is like my childhood. This is what raised me. Yeah. Right. Uh, if y'all watch this battle, y'all understand. Y'all will understand me better as a human being. Yeah. Bro, this, that shit was a this was molding me. Jeezy, Jeezy made me the hustler I am today. Yeah. Like, but I was forced by Gucci. Man. Like every time I think of Gucci Man music, I just think of like Black and Miles, Midweed. And like cheap liquor, yeah. Because like that's all we had in high school. And that's all niggas was smoking and drinking in high school. Yeah, yeah. Gucci Mane reminds me of this one time. Uh, this is Blue House era, right? Blue House era. This is blue. This if you yeah. know, you know. Good, good, clean ratchet. Blue House era, but at the same time, like Blue House was like rented out, rented out. Yeah. So I remember one time I was I was uh I was chilling with this girl. And it was like this girl, she came up to Atlanta um, to hang out with me for the weekend. And it was okay. me and my other friend and this other girl. And then this other girl was like, yo, I'm trying to hit Atlanta. What's going on? I was Damn like, you know, we hit, you know, we hit Edgewood. We hit uh, Blue House from time to time. So we can go. We just go up there and see what's up. Because like at that time, it was like, okay, Blue House, they be doing shit all the time. They're probably throwing a party. This is, so, jo- this is Jones with the fade? Uh yeah, this is Gumby Jones maybe. <laughs> sophomore year, twenty twelve. Oh, sophomore year. Sophomore Jones is is is, is different. So um, yeah, niggas was shooting different sophomore year. Yeah, no, this is fresh. Second semester freshman year. This was this yes. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so we're just like walking down Edgewood, and this is like Edgewood twenty twelve. It's not. This is not Edgewood like twenty seventeen. 2019. This is this is a different place. Like this Edgewood is not like what you understand. This is remnants of old Edgewood. Yeah, it's not safe. Yeah, it's not. A, you know, this is this is like when niggas, this is when niggas was getting robbed on the daily at Georgia State. So like, if you don't know where you're going around that time, it's like you niggas might get fucking got. So we walking down Edgewood, drunk as fuck. Like we're already lit. We're already lit. We're high as shit. We're walking in and we go to the blue. We go to Blue House. Kids, and, please don't. Please drink some And music is playing. So music is playing loud from the speakers. So like, all right, they got a party. And it's like, all right, cool, 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 cool. It's a party up here. But like nobody's there. So like, what, what the fuck's going on? And so we get into the, the house upstairs and we just walk into the kitchen. Because that's usually where the drinks are. We walk into the kitchen and niggas in just red bandanas in the kitchen. Just like standing around the stove like, yo. And we just like, and just like, it's a, you know, the other, the other, other room is people in there, and there's yeah. people like just standing around, kind of like jigging. And we're just like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? I don't know if we need to be here. I was like, left immediately. This is not like, this is not like, this is this is not blue, this is not blue house. This is like, oh shit. This is a house that's blue. This is, <laughs> this, that's yeah. what Gucci Mane reminds me of. Yes, it's like walking in started tangling. I was just like, we, uh, I lost. It's uh, uh, that's what Gucci Mane reminds me. Trap house, like trap house parties, where it's just like trap 
house. It's like a musk of parties. Crack. Like a crack musk. <laughs> it's a, there's a smell of plastic in the air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's different. You can hear the sound of the pot being scraped so, by a fork because like, they don't care. That's, no. what, <laughs> that's what Gucci yeah, made. Like, hot, like walking into a, a crib and thinking it's a party, but niggas just cooking up with the music loud. That's what Gucci made reminds me of. Scary. It's, that was a fun time. He was like, yo, we got to get to... I was like, uh, I don't know if they want us here. I don't know if civil... I was like, okay, I don't know if civilians are supposed to be here. Like, Maybe we should go before they start to think like, oh, niggas might... Uh, we just need to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, That's Gucci Mane. That was an error. <laughs> Good fucking times. <laughs> Good yeah. fucking times. So fucking, close to death, I love her. It's a fucking error. Wow. That's how you, you meet a lot of street niggas that she's still cool with to this day. You meet, meet them. You, meet you know, them you get, time. you know what I'm saying? You, you know, neighborhood black boy, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? They're cool. You know what I'm saying? They're just trying to make a living. I saw, I actually started watching uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, oh, how far did you get? I'm like, I'm like five episodes deep right now. How many can you watch in one sitting? I, I, mean, I think I'm at like three. I want it's like I want to space it out because I want to I want to have a full I want to have a full cognitive level of absorbing everything that's happening. Right. So I'll watch maybe I'll watch like three episodes three episodes at a time before I get tired. I don't want to miss anything. So usually you know usually I just watch it at night. So I'll, I'll watch maybe like three three to three maybe four episodes at a time. Yeah. It's um, a lot of black trauma in it, so I'm like yeah, yeah. but I'm it's like, fun. But it's <laughs> it's still kind of fun though. I can't wait. It is, I still it's it. still kind of my, fun though. My dumbass, but I like just they, can't wait because I know it's gonna hurt. And I think what I'm waiting for is to not have to do it in my family home. I think that might be it. Yeah, it's because I'm ready and I love it. And that's I feel like I can tell already just from the clips that it's literally exactly the type of thing that I. It's like the number want. one thing that it's, I want to be a part what, of. It's what you want. It's like they, they, it's like they address they address very Ugh. very black situations Especially going on with at my the time. Girl being in it, I can't stop gushing about her. I love her so much. Yeah, Journey, Journey Smaller. Oh boy. Oh. <sighs> Is that her name? The girl from East Bayou. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, till get, wait till you get to the sex scene. Stop Man, it. Man, I, I, I definitely gotta watch no, it by I, myself. It's HBO. More thirsty for like just straight up. Even episode one, I was like, damn. A, uh, I've been knowing ever since Roll Bounce when she got them braces off. Yo, how old was she? How old was she when she did Roll Bounce? That's a good question. I don't know. How old is she in general? Like, I mean, no, now she actually did something. It's weird because she, she did another. Uh, what is it? Um, the other movie where it's the same period. period piece. Um, Brother, not she, uh, not she's dead. She's like tight uh, Free, Freedom, not Freedom Riders. What's the other one with Denzel? The other one with Denzel Washington, I think. Oh, um, the, the Great Debaters. The Great Debaters. I saw that in the theaters, and there's a there's a sex scene. Not a sex scene, but it's like, yo, she getting fucked. In that movie, <laughs> that's when I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Whoa. It, is, it, is, it was close. It was like a little bit after the roll bounce era, so it was yeah. like, "Okay, she's a little bit older." Yeah, she done grown she's, up. No, but it ain't Ease by you no more. It's Ease baby. But, no, but Ease by you no, came no. out when we was a child. I was like, feel like she's been playing a teenager to young adult for her for the whole past, life. Like Thirty years. Yeah, so I'm just like, <laughs> how are you? East Bayou, you're like 13 in that movie. No, she was like seven in East Bayou. She was young as fuck. Okay, seven. You're only 13 in Roadhouse. Those movies are 20 years apart. She couldn't have been, but that's what I was about to say. She couldn't have been, okay, I see what you're saying. Black don't crack, and that's why I I submit to all roles. I have no idea how old she is, and I don't care. Vampire, yeah, and I don't care. I don't care. Maybe if she plays all these period pieces because she's actually from that era in Ageless. 
I believe it. Because she could play Damn. when it's 19, 1950s, 60s, Southern black woman, she don't need to play nothing else. Do you want to hear the plot of, of Lovecraft Country? Do I? <laughs> we can keep talking about Journey if you want. Because it's that. <laughs> yeah. It's not a show, it's a documentary. But it's it's a good it's a good time. Um it's exactly what I expected. It's fantasy. It's history. Mm-hmm. It's racism. But it touches on it just enough hard to where it's hard. like it's not like hard, ooh man, racism. But it's kind of like they, they add it's like just enough where it isn't like I feel that in my soul. It's just enough where it's like, okay, I can acknowledge that that stuff is going on, and then there's a whole bunch of fantasy going on. We'll check back in on you uh, next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like wait, I said, I'm, just wait, only, I'm only... Wait I'm, till you get to the Korean drama episode. Oh. I can't wait. Yeah, that's a good one. That, that's my a favorite episode one. of the whole season. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, I think it's episode six. It's either six or seven. I guess that's the next episode I'm probably going to watch. Probably. Yeah. If you're on episode five... Yeah, I'm, you, I'm probably clean episode five. Yeah. You already so. seen the Indiana Jones one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another thing, like every episode, they play homage to some other movie. Yeah. Or some it's, other big villain. It's like, it's like nice, oh, okay, this is this. this, is this. It's just a, a nice cute anthology. air of nostalgia. A cute air of nostalgia. Kind of. Oh. It's like, if, what if black people are in these situations? Ooh, fun. Even like, better. In, even the whole Indiana Jones thing. It's like, yeah. Uh, we need to get the fuck out of here. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Let it get the strap. <laughs> The vibes, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So we promised that that Lovecraft Country view is coming eventually. It's on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> oh, but so I actually started watching this other shit. It's um, I think it's called Yu Gi Oh for Normies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Does, Queen's no, th- Gambit. Oh, I'm about to say that. That has the title. <laughs> no, this is just anime for white people. Like this show right here. What? <laughs> right. It's ju- it's just a collection of like very funny looking white people. In so an anime, like anime form? <laughs> Wait, what is it? Is no, it real life or is it anime? Yeah, They're Asian. Action. Oh. So it's basically about this girl. She's an orphan and she gets adopted and she like learns to play chess. But she's also popping tranquilizers. Okay. To help her like okay. relax. Heard. <laughs> yeah. But she ends up being like a fucking chess genius, and so it just shows her like I she has training it. arcs, she has progressions, he has like main battles, you know what I'm saying? She has character flaws. She pops beans <laughs> to get better at chess. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, reveal your true form. Right, and then she goes through like her whole like depressed alcoholic arc. Necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. To be expected. Her whole niggas ain't shit arc. Damn. Yeah. How, how many episodes in art? It's seven episodes. This is a limited series. They're about like... So, she oh, went through all these I arcs. That, I can knock that out. Is this an arc episode? <laughs> yeah. It's like two Christ. arcs in episodes sometimes. Shit. Like the whole first one is just her in the orphanage. And there's like this black story. girl. She's like, you dumbass cracker bitch. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> is it a queen of catchway? <laughs> But no, she ends up being like, cool with her, of course. She's just like, yo, I was just fucking with you. (laughs) Of course they need to do that. But in reality, it would have been like... (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. I think this is set in like the... I guess when she was in the orphanage, it was like in the 60s. Maybe the 50s. 
Just something. Peak Just racism. Something. Peak, yeah, it's, it's pretty racist. But yeah, uh, check it out. It's, it's, cool. it's cool. I think I think at this point I have to check it out. I've I've seen it. It's, right. I've seen enough people talk about it to the point where there's it's enough. Like, memes okay, about maybe it. I need to check this out. And that's basically what people were saying because it's it's about chess. Like they're trying to make chess more interesting. Like if you don't give a shit about chess, then I mean chess is. I wanted to by know. the it, by the rules, it is an interesting game. But the it's it the is. people who play it make it boring. <laughs> right, right. If you can make, if you can, kind of like this shows people being excited. Like oh shit, she's about to go for the she's about to go for the uh, the initiation opening where you slide. I'm like. Oh. This is a fucking anime. I mean, is it, it, does it does it make you want to get into chess? Like maybe maybe I'll, maybe I'll learn the rules and see if I can get some computer games. Going. Maybe you know maybe I'll run a few more matches of chess. Like I'm I'm okay at it. I don't know any of the like strategies or the like any of those types algorithms. Of plays. I didn't know there were so many different like fucking chess moves and algorithms. sets. And, like I can imagine it's it's like it's like I, watching Haikyuu. Puzzle. I can imagine it's, it's, it's some emotional. I can imagine it's some chess is somewhat like an RPG when it comes to like the different strategies and the different ways that you're right, able to play. Right. It's an RTS. So it's just mm-hmm. like you know, it's Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem's chess with rock paper scissors attached to it. There you mm-hmm. go. Just remove the rock paper scissors and then yeah, there you go. Chess. Yeah. And then you got niggas playing 4D chess. Yeah, I don't know what all that. <laughs> I was like, wait, 4D? Yeah, four-dimensional chess. Which one is that one again? Which dimension exactly. is the fourth one? <laughs> exactly. Because this is third, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... Like, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, yeah, our brains right can't now. even process a fourth dimension. Uh, wait till you get to the, to the fifth. Oh, okay. that's, <laughs> that's some spicy shit right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't getting caught for that. Okay. All right. So, so question. Do you guys remember how ATL, the movie with T.I.? Do you remember, remember how that movie ends? Do I remember how it ends? Kind of. They get back together. A bunch of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, they all Everything do. works out. Yeah, they like they get back together. <clears throat> right? Or did the Mandela effect happen and you're going to tell us that actually everybody died? And I don't remember that. No, 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 no. So actually the ending we got was not the original ending to that movie. Uh, T.I. was on the 85 South show and he's just talking about the movie. So originally the movie ATI was supposed to be called Jelly Beans. That's what they're going to call the movie? Yeah, because it's supposed to be the, 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 some old uh, skate skating ring in Atlanta. Uh, oh, beans. wow. But then it's like, yeah, by the time the movie got made, it's like, that wasn't the era no more. It I was, was ca- saying, It was Cascade. So mm. that's why. Then they just changed the name to ATL. Mm. We said, yeah. So originally, remember the whole movie? They had the skate. He's on the skate team. So the original ending of the movie, they go back. They do the whole routine. Also, roll bounce shit. They do the whole routine, and they win the Skate Wars. That's Remember, that's what the whole movie was building up that entire time. Skate it's Wars, skating. Skate Wars, right. Skate Wars. Yeah. And then... Something happened. It just stops. It just stopped mattering. We never, we never hear about it. I again. was gonna say, like, what happened? Remember, I don't big, remember. Didn't they do it? I feel like they no. Did Didn't he they like? It was like it. they led up to it, and literally they, were led, they, like, they led up to it, like something? they were gonna do it. No, remember then? That's when Big Boy showed up because he's about to kill Ti. Right, like it was. He's, like going, the, he's about to kill Ti's uh, not Chris Brown brother. <laughs> Ross. Uh, Evan Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah. I was like the Ross one. Not Chris Brown. Stupid. So. So that happened, and then T.I. had to go, like, 
uh, do something. Yeah, he had to go like he had to go find him, get his little brother back, and he was in he was all in the hospital, all the drama and stuff happened. Yeah, so Ti was like, yeah, you know, we uh got to the studio and told them that uh yeah, we want to do a couple of reshoots. So what we told them we was reshooting wasn't what we were reshooting. They said if you realize on that whole part, it's only like four people to the whole ending of the movie until you get to the last scene where it does end. Nudu's going to college. Everybody else. It was just it was just Ti, Big Boy, uh, Lauren London, and Aunt, not Chris Brown. Right. It's just them four. Nice. And that whole and that whole part, because they say, yeah, we just we got a small little team together, one camera guy, and we just got together, we shot it. Cause we was like the original ending of the movie was just so bad. And it's like, yeah, no one's gonna nobody cares about this. Nobody cares if we win this goddamn skating thing. So he was like, man, fuck it. We, we gotta do... throw in a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we got it ending that I we got. This nigga ain't slept me I mean the ending wasn't even good anyway, so it's like how that's how bad was, was it before then, damn. I don't remember the movie even being Significant in the sense of like the fact that I can remember the end and yeah. say, Oh, I can't believe they did I that. I mean, the movie itself was a cultural impact because it's TI and it's a movie about, or maybe, maybe because we, I would like, we, I guess y'all in Savannah, like, I was yeah. like living in the metro Atlanta yeah. during the so time. It was, nice it, was sig- it was significant here. No, yeah. I remember when the movie came out, it was like, I remember yeah. going. Me and my homeboys like, all right, are we going to It was a huge deal. Yeah, like, so here, like here, it was a big deal. It was, bro, it was a big deal in the South. Yeah, yeah. the South. In, Jer- in the South. I remember the movie theater I was in when uh, T.I. Noodle <laughs> going through that sex scene, right? <laughs> I remember this one girl, she got so upset because she was so in love with T.I. She started crying and she stormed out the movie theater because she didn't want to see T.I. Bless have sex with her. little heart. <laughs> and I'm like... The Yo, obsession what? is real. <laughs> it's also like one of the first I was in a movie theater, like it was just packed, like to the brim. It, this ain't no matinee, it's not, but packed, but just young black youth. <laughs> the exaggerated swagger of a black youth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple of movies, like what else had um, Stomp the Yard? <laughs> that shit before, was, that a, little, <laughs> a little bit before that era, but you got served. That shit was packed. Yeah. <laughs> How fun! I think I just saw that shit on DVD. You got served? Did I see? I didn't. I don't think I. I don't think I saw it. I think my sister did because you got served was technically we were in elementary school. Yeah. yeah. If it was like sixth grade, maybe like fifth grade when you got served came out. Yeah, but I remember ATL was like that was when I was old enough to like really go to movies with just my friends and have my mom and then there. Yeah, that was. That was the era. But T.I. also said, like, he only got, like, $70,000 to do that movie. And he was, like, turn, and they wanted him to, like, uh, do, like, 18-hour-a-day practices, or, like, learn how to skate so he could do all the moves and stuff like that. But he's like, let me get this straight. I only paid me $70,000 for this whole movie. I got a $100,000 show here for a night. I got $50,000 to go over there for one night. $115,000. For one going. night. Yeah. Right. And you got the like, audacity to... Weekend. What? But I was going back. He was like, ATL, it, for of all the things I've ever done, ATL paid me the least amount. But Hilarious. it was probably the most culturally relevant because that took him to another. Because one, remember he dropped Kane that same weekend, ATL came out. So he had a number one movie in the country and the number one album. He was like, T- what I was like, what you know, like what you know about yeah, that was the know, video of that video. Yeah. Like, yo, what you know about that? I, I feel like that was like the one TI song was like, yo, TI might actually be 
that nigga. Like he had, <laughs> like, he had like other songs that went out, but like what you when what you know what you know when about I, that came, came out, out. I was yeah. like, yo, it's like that beat, that flow, each yeah. verse. I'm like, fast as lightning, right, bro. He might actually be that nigga. I'm fast as lightning, bro. You better use your knife. Only he would have stopped talking around that era too. It would have been <laughs> amazing. It would have been great. <laughs> no, nah, like, never he, ruffled. I think Ti was really on his his Will Smith, Big Willie, Big Willie weekend. Like, yeah, I got, I'm dropping an album. I got a number one movie. And then from there, was, I mean, he was really doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like kind of carried the movie. So it's like, oh, then from there he gets takers. He gets on. Um, <laughs> who else was in that movie? Lauren London. Did she carry the movie? <laughs> what do you consider carrying? Shit, Teddy was carrying the movie. <laughs> like, what? All the other niggas, bro. Yeah. But any of them scenes with, with just T.I. and somebody else? Come on. This, this is first time. Come on. They're, they're, they're cooking this man. What do you mean? All I'm, all I'm saying is from, <laughs> that, from that movie, they got them, they got them takers. They got them just rolling on uh, American Gangster. Like, that put T.I. in a different... In a different level, a different stratosphere. I think we had to look at Ti differently. And from that point, it's my opinion. I could be totally wrong on this. And from my opinion, I think Ti was the last big, biggest rap star in the world before Drake. Like, who I think who's the number one rapper in the world? I feel like, yeah. As the During biggest, that era? with the biggest star power. That last person I can think of who was on that level before what year, Drake. What year, what year was did that come out? 2006? 2006? I'm talking about just T.I.'s run. From 06 until whenever you say Drake really popped off. There wasn't really another one as... If not Lil Wayne. I don't think no one got as big as T.I. But Lil Wayne was never in movies. I was talking about all encompassing... the jack of all A whole encompassing star. He was in allegedly. I never saw them. Another rapper that was that that was like huge that that crossed over that crossed over yeah Yeah. instead of just trying and like embarrassing us. Drake was a cheat code because he was already on the other side. He just came to rap. So look, with Ti being a rapper crossing over, like you have you have LL, you have Snoop, you have. Uh, Has Drake done any movies yet? No, but no. he's already a, he a, he's already an actor. No, but has he has he slid backwards? I'm waiting for that moment. You think he's gonna Drake like? needs to do movies, bro? Do you think he's just like him acting is just him playing a rapper? Drake yeah, now? that's exactly that, what it this is. This is his role, <sighs> and that's why he can't do movies. I don't know. He I he can do com- like him like him and Will Ferrell. He could do a comedy. He can do an action movie. Probably he can run right. I can't see it because I fucking hated Jimmy. And I hate Drake for he trying like to sound hard. He can do like a fucking romantic comedy. I don't care. Like, Drake needs to do fucking movies. Stop but rapping. I, I feel like he's He don't so, need to rap no more. I feel like he's so stiff in it all, though, that if I was to see him in film, it couldn't even be... It doesn't, he doesn't need to I've, star I don't think it. he's capable. Even as, a, like, even as a random cameo, I feel like he just probably isn't even capable. Because really? Of, you don't you believe Drake? I really Drake? don't. Like, I watched Degrassi. I love Degrassi. And I hated Jimmy. I guess the movie, like not the movie, it's his videos. It makes sense. He got shot. That's him acting. You can just think about that. He does have cinematic videos, but I'm just all those scenes. I feel like like he can he can get he he should do cameos into like doing movies. The only we don't need another album. The only (laughs) no, the only reason I think Drake isn't in movies because the the number's not high enough for him. Mm. Because like why? Because you know to do. A movie like yeah, you have to block out a certain number of times. What did Beyonce get paid for a gold member? 
I don't even. I mean, I'm not expecting not expecting <laughs> you to know that. Just that's a rhetorical question. No, no, no. Like, I don't want to know. They might have caught her at a good time. Though. Yeah, but I think that's still Beyonce. She also did Dream Girls. Yeah, but I think I have to go over. I think Beyonce was still on her star rise. This is before I think all that happened right. before Beyonce became the oh Queen that's B. Beyonce oh she yeah, even that did, makes that makes sense she even did a. Uh, the uh, Carmen hip hop opera. We're not going to talk about that though. <laughs> that movie was horrible. We're not going to talk about that. What was that, that movie with Idris Elba and like the crazy oh, white the cheater, movie. the cheat, the not cheater, but the the stalker Un- obsession. Un- you know that movie that they just Un- obsessed. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> they keep making that shit. The movie that just keeps getting remade. Yeah. Was, yeah. was she also in theme. Pink Panther? Yes, she was also in Pink Panther. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, why can't Drake do that shit? <laughs> Pink Panther? Yeah. I don't want ter- it, Josh. I don't want it. Like- you just don't want him to make more music. I don't want I, either. Like Drake, like Drake, like Drake, I think Drake is funny. I think I think Drake is funny. When he I did- can't picture it anymore. I, he hardly made me laugh on the grass. Yeah, I can't picture it. Like when he when he does when he does the little skits, when he does like the the you did you see the sketch that he did with um Will Ferrell? No, cool. it was like it was the, it was really great. They they played the really well. off each other. It was oh no SNL. Oh, SNL. SNL. Yeah. They played SNL. Re, they played really well off you, of each other. So you, I feel like damn. if he did like a buddy, yeah, drink, comedy. Okay, yeah. Drink, I don't. Drink you know was what? Really funny in regular clothes, yeah. In regular clothes, in a well written situation, I guess I could see when him isn't J- when you're not focusing on Drake with right. like Drake with say. somebody else. Yeah. Helps. Playing off each other. Okay. Like imagine mm-hmm. not Drake and Kevin Hart, but like Drake and like another serious, maybe Someone. a serious actor, but like Drake is like the comedy relief. Yeah. But not seriously comedy relief. Like I don't Drake know. and like Seth Rogen or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but my whole point was like I think Ti was the last person to be that big because he also had Family Hustle. He had his shows on MTV and all that. Like Ti was like a staple. You feel me? And then Drake is clearly like shot past. T.I. because it's Drake but it's I think T.I. was like the last biggest rap star we had before Drake came and I don't think anyone's like really came that close am I making sense? That's yeah. my so, I mean there, was, there were there were big rap stars before him and then it was T.I.'s moment and then other people have their moments yeah but like um, even if we fast forward to now like Lil Baby Lil Baby's on an amazing run right now right? Some people even say Lil Baby's even having a greater run right now than Drake had when Drake first started out with his big run. But Lil Baby's not on that level yet, I think. You feel me? He's just not. I don't think Lil Baby is as versatile. But I do believe, honestly, I want Lil Baby to win a Grammy for um, The Bigger Picture because I I did not expect that song to be that good. It's mm-hmm. really, it's good. really, yeah. it's like, I guess what, what, I guess like what you expect within that, those realm of like rappers, uh, like I can only rap about Driven yeah, and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, surprised you were like, oh wait, you're layered? It's you like, can, wait. You can do this too? He can actually rap about, like he can do this, but he can actually rap about something else. And he's but, really from the streets. But yeah, and he's like, but I really, I really hope he gets that Grammy. I really hope he does. Yeah, but he didn't get nominated for album of the year. For rap album. Which is weird because he's he's one of the one of two that went double platinum this year. Yeah, he Lil Baby has the highest selling rap album in the last two years. And it didn't to be honest, rap album of the year, that whole category is weird. It's weird. That, oh, okay, so that who category are, who, is weird. Who are to the me. nominees? Freddie Gibbs, Freddie and Alchemist, Gibbs. Alfredo, Nas, King's Disease, D Smoke. Black. I don't know who that is. That's he's uh, you know, who serious from T D. Who? Sir from TDE, the singer. Yeah. 
Well, D Smoke is his brother. Oh. And D Smoke won that Netflix rap competition. Oh yeah. That's what that's where D Smoke came from. Okay. Well, um, like rhyme and flow or some shit. Rhythm rhythm and rhythm flow. And flow yeah. Rhythm and flow. Shit. Uh, Jordan's brother was on there. Caleb. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird because like he he be going to like the Christmas parties and shit. It was like, yo, nigga, you're on Netflix right now. Right. <laughs> it's right. Weird. Like you like you would see like, it's like you would see him and then he was on there and then like the one after that was like, yo, nigga. Yeah, and then uh Jay Electronica, a written testimony. I guess. And Royster Five Nine, the allegory. Didn't listen to that. It's like I I didn't get I didn't get that the rap best rapper album category. I didn't get that at all. So it was weird. Because this is a very like almost very underground type joint. It's like none of these sold amazing. Right. N- none of them did that well selling wise. It was like and usually the Grammys is like oh whichever rap album sold the most or who had the biggest notoriety, the biggest name. So it's like huh. I'm happy for Freddie Gibbs to get a Grammy nomination. Yeah, right. it's a great, Alfred is a great fucking album. I mean, I did feel like that Bandana should have been nominated. Yeah, over that, that, but but. Also, <laughs> basically, West Side Gun's album was essentially the same thing as Alfredo, as well as uh, yeah, Boldy James' album. Yeah, Pray for Paris. It's, as it's, Boldy James' album was essentially the same thing as Alfredo. And I personally, I prefer both of those albums to Alfredo. One of the, what, what was the one that Jay, that was entirely produced by Jay Versace? Was that the West Side, West Side Gun one? It was originally supposed to be West Side Gun, but that was Boldy James that it caught the Versace tape. It's Bodie James over uh, Jay Versace production. I it would have been listen to this. It would have been a wild year if Jay Versace would have won a would have won a Grammy. I didn't listen to Alfredo. Yes, you did. Really? It's not on my music. I want to eat some Alfredo. Well, I listened to it. And you were in the car with me, so because like all the all of those albums were essentially the same thing, but yeah. only Freddie Gibbs got dominated. Yeah, but even a written testimony, Jay Z was on. 80% of the songs. So I can see why Jay-Z... Because it's Jay-Z. Jay, yeah, Jay, Jay Electronica gets the push because Jay-Z's on it. Nas. Fun. Nas. Same thing for... Actually, same thing for Megan Thee Stallion. The only reason that she's really nominated is because she got a song with Beyonce. Oh, my yeah. God. But fun... Uh, fun? Maybe uh, not so fun. Wait, uh, no. He said Megan Thee Stallion. You guys, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, 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 minute. we can get there. We can get there. Her body. <laughs> okay, okay. But, <laughs> but fun or not so fun fact, Nas... Arguably greatest rapper of all time. Never won a Grammy. So he's in this category. So some people think, well, maybe this is the this is Nas' chance to get a Grammy. The Allegory by Royce Savannah. I love that album. Love it. Really, really great album. And I don't know how D Smoke got there. Well, Black Habits. I have no idea. I never listened to the album. I've heard uh I think Dead End. I think they reviewed it. I think it got good reviews. It was cool. Most I heard it was like a Kendrick clone. It was like, you know. Like somebody trying to do a Kendrick album. I never went on my way to listen to it, so I don't know how that got in over... My turn? My turn over... Uh, Please excuse me for being antisocial. Like, these are big, poppy right. rap albums. Right. Bro, that Roddy Rich album fucking slap. But yeah, these are also great. Like, you can't deny that they're great albums, you know? So it's just weird that these albums got in, but... I don't know. It's... Also, friendly yearly reminder about how the Academy works and how those who are nominated automatically get to uh, vote oh. on who yeah, gets to be uh, nominated as well. So, you know, we 
every year people are up in arms about the Grammy nominations, but are those same people voting? Are those same people just complaining? Just con- I mean, a lot, a lot. I mean, honestly, if you don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck. Yeah. But at the same time, this also is a situation where you actually, we actually, as a community, those who are nominated, we do have a say on who gets nominated and who you see. Like, you actually get, it isn't necessarily just a bunch of old white men deciding what happens. They don't tell us that we can play the game, so we don't know we can play. Literally last year, you said Ninth Wonder is always like, yo, listen, we have the power to do this, but we're just not. But it's like, every year, I got to say, maybe someone else will hear it. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, listen, we actually do have power when it comes to the Grammy nominations. Mm -hmm. We just have to... Maybe this is kind of what that is. Like, if they're nominating all these different people, they can... Yeah, so you could could say this is working. It's just weird that it works. It's kind of like the push we're getting. Yeah, it's like normally the Grammys are so far left, and this one, they went all the way right. (laughs) So it's like almost an overcorrection, I would say. Because, like, this is some real underground shit to a certain extent. You feel me? Well, not Nas. Nas and Jay-Z are... But it's not even a Jay. It's a Jay. But are though, But it's kind of like are those Grammy nominated albums? Yeah. I mean, it's weird because this year I feel like not a lot of albums came out. You, ex- I feel like every. I feel. I feel like we expected a lot of albums to come out, mm-hmm. but a lot less albums actually did come out. We expected everybody to be in quarantine and being in the zone and coming out with like these projects, but like we're all still sitting around waiting. Like. Bro, I There's keep a listening. ton of people who me, I feel like should have came out with albums. Like nobody was really. Honestly, I think, I've been listening to fucking Tame and Paula Slow Rush because that shit does the trick. It's been doing mm-hmm. it all quarantine. Yeah, My I, ears just I think popped. More sorry, albums have come young. out than we realized, but I later, I feel like later. I think later in the year, I think we're still waiting for like those big artists to drop. To be like, okay, boom. There's like the Drake. Drake is supposed to drop this year. He's supposed to drop in the summer. Then I got pushed back to the late fall. Then I got pushed back all the way to January. It's been three years since we got a Kendrick album. It's been like two. Black Panther album, It's been three years since then. That came out in 2017. Wait, what? What time? Black Panther came out 2018. Okay. It came out, the Black Panther album came out before the movie. And the Black Panther movie came out in February. I think the soundtrack for Black Panther came out either late December or January. I mean, I can look it up. I'm not sure. Let's double check. But uh, I think overall, this was this is this is a pretty weak year for music in general. Anyway, so I feel it. And my, I guess, like it's just just my personal opinion. No, you know, I'm I not, just don't know any albums. I don't know any albums that are really like touched or it's like, yo, I'll fuck with this. I'm not in the loop as much as y'all with music, but I do feel that too. Like I've just been scrambling for music to listen to and I'm like, why? I don't want to. This, this was, if anything, this was the time for like music to be (laughs) elevated to the next level, but it didn't. Yeah, but we spoke about this before for whatever reason. Uh, Streaming numbers, people listening to music has been down in all genres. During this quarantine period, people just aren't listening to music. I mean, it, there's a, there's a, a difference between like people listening to music and people making the music, though. Yeah, like I haven't heard like people like make, produce something. That maybe was they've just, like, made it. It's just not ready yet. And we'll probably start to get the results like later. It's like, oh, this is the music they've been cooking up in or, quarantine, and they were just like perfecting it, and it drops like when you know, hopefully, shit. 
is greener on the other side. I was going to say, like, are they specifically holding out, though, too? Are record labels saying, no, not yet? Is there some alignment coming? It's like, wait until we can tour. tour? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Stupid. Would you want to put out your big album that you know you're not really going to make the record company, they're going to make money for me. Are you really going to make money? You make your money from touring. Yeah. So, like, are you going to put out work? Yeah, your fans would be happy, but you're not necessarily gonna get paid yeah, from it. Yeah, the more we talk about this, the more sense it. I makes. don't like. It. I mean, there's there is <laughs> I mean, here, there is here's some Lucy's to hold you over. Like, there are there are multiple ways to release music and make money off of it, depending on what your deal is. Mm-hmm. There are multiple ways that you can release music and also make money off of it. Chance the Rapper kind of like I feel like Chance the Rapper is kind of like he needs revolutionize like revolutionizing the like the virtual concert. Like he's yeah. like. He's making a real push of like, hey, you don't have to be here. You can watch it and actually make it a de- make it a good experience of you oh. watching a virtual experience. Joji did that too, but I didn't get to watch it because I didn't pay for the ticket. I don't know if it's free yet. Or that's that's kind of that's. I feel like that's kind of weird. Like his paying, was like a paying, circus thing. Like paying for a ticket to watch it on like watch it. Yeah. Most likely, I'm going to be watching it on my phone. Like paying a ticket to see that. Yeah, because like like, K- like Kaytrinada did the same thing where it's like you can pay. To I was see. like, what am I paying for to be live with artists. everyone else? Oh yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah, that. he yeah he needs some love. Like, He's yeah. been out for like ten years. The thing about that ten years, think about that 2010. That's SoundCloud era. You're not gonna get nominated from a SoundCloud a really a SoundCloud release. Mm, yeah. 2010. That's like SoundCloud. That's no, okay. High school, I mean, SoundCloud. He was probably Kate Damas ten years ago. Yeah. Just, so really, it's really like well, when did the first the first album came out? The first like Kate like album came out in twenty sixteen. Ninety nine point nine percent. Still yeah. twenty sixteen. It's been four but, years. But this is put his, some of the homies on it. That I was like, wait, y'all haven't heard of Kate Trinata? But like, this is his first. To that shit. This is his first major. I like actually looked it up. This is his first major label debut before it was like independent labels he was on this is really this the recent album was released through rca yeah. which is the first major mm. album so it's like this, i mean that makes sense i mean still technically speaking i think the big day was chance's first album you know we got all these other projects on, they're on streaming and stuff i don't like count that. any i actually just don't count any any actual project that kate Trinata has released as like official album of like okay Best new artist I, for Kitchenada, I do. I personally do get it because I've, I've like I've seen his journey and what he's released previously. I kind of get it because the ninety nine point ninety nine point nine percent, maybe it wasn't. I guess it wasn't big enough in the way that it was released. It what you couldn't get it into a Grammy nomination because it wasn't a major label debut. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was SoundCloud and independent releases. Like I don't. I, as far as I know. You're not getting Grammy nominated when did, for independent, like indie indie releases. When did Coloring Book release for Chance the Rapper? That was twenty. That was around. That was 2016. So Coloring Book was the first time the Grammys allowed that uh, album not released physically. They did that essentially. People call it the Chance Rule because the, everyone they wanted to get that album of the year to Chance or rap album of the year to Chance. So they. So they, he could have they could have done it if they wanted to, but he wasn't. He probably wasn't in that realm. No, I, I, that's just fair. yet. But it's just weird. But also weird. Like in the R and B category, there are no women nominated. It's all men, and uh, Summer Walker's over it. That was a big album. That was a, that was also that was a, big a album. great album. Wait, so what were the nominees for R and B? 
I have to look it up. But yeah, but there's no woman. Uh, uh, Tiana Taylor, she wasn't nominated. So it's like, yeah, it's just all. Well, and Summer all Walker's project was fucking huge. Yeah. And your man got snubbed by yeah, the weekend. Man. That was actually surprising, like because the blinding lights. That single, like they said, that that was like the big one of the one of the biggest singles of the year, if not top three. Like yeah. number one, it probably was the highest selling single of the year, the and then it, it and didn't get point. nominated. Plus the album, like how did that happen? Okay, all right. So versus Drake versus The Weeknd. Mm, mm, Drake. Drake. No, no competition. No competition. No competition. Drake, Drake beats everybody. Drake beats everybody. Mm. Unless it's Drake versus Jay Z. Yeah. Really, the only. Yeah, the yeah the put Drake up against like legends. Yeah. Because Drake is Drake is one of the biggest artists of Drake is Drake is bigger than the Beatles. Technically, yes, yeah. he is bigger than the Beatles. Hey, but you put anybody up. You have to put Drake. You have to, I think they'll lose. You, you have to put Drake up against like Taylor Swift or something, or something like that. Jesus Christ! I'm telling you, the only like it's it's, yeah, it's you, not you have you're one, not he hasn't been here. out long enough to put him in a versus. I don't feel, but if you had to, it would have to be against Jay Z because he's the only he's the only Jay Z or Kanye. If it isn't Kanye versus Jay Z, but. The number, his number, his numbers are too huge. Okay. Plus, who else? Who else? Like Drake's, like a Drake playlist versus, like, all all, all of the songs he really all wrote all be tens. Yeah, but the weekend came out and said that it's basically the conspiracy theory is the Grammys told him you can pick the Super Bowl or you can pick the Grammys to perform at because for whatever reason you can't perform at both, and he chose the Super Bowl. I said, okay, cool. No nominations for you. What a dummy. What? Uh, choosing the Super Bowl and then also them for saying, okay, then now you don't get nominations. It sounds like a setup. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, because I didn't choose your platform to perform on, you're not telling me. You're not telling me I'm not even going to get nominated. Not even that I'm not going to win. You're telling me I'm not, I'm not even get a nomination. And then his last album is like the weekend's biggest selling album. He does tell us with numbers. He does. He, the Weeknd is a pop star, one of the biggest pop stars. So, like, the fact that he didn't get even get nominated, I was like, dang. Slap in the face. Yeah, but then we go through this whole thing every year of, do the Grammys really matter? Do we really care what these group of people say? Like, mm. it depends. I mean, personally, I don't, I and say, I feel like no. it shouldn't. But we, it's, it's one of those things where I don't care, but I still want one. Right. I guess it's one of it's, those, like... Okay. We don't give a fuck, but if we do, this is how we should, should act. Should be. Yeah. 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 I get it. I don't I don't care, but if I get it, then I fucking deserve it. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I earn that shit that don't matter. But even your boy, uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber. He even got upset at the Grammys because he felt like his last, al- his last album he just put out, he said, this is an R&B album. It, the chords are R&B. The notes I'm singing are R&B. The influence is R&B. I put out an R&B album. Why am I not being nominated for pop? Like I didn't make a get pop out of album. here, white boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make a pop album. I made an R and B album. Why are y'all? It, it, since she's saying, are y'all putting me in this category because I'm white? <laughs> yeah, reverse <laughs> racism. 
<laughs> that's why I was like, I want to listen to you, Justin, but Look, damn. It's I don't. It's it's it's. I feel like when it comes when it comes to uh, honestly, when it comes to black people, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like the majority of the people, as of right now, who are voting for the nominations, don't really understand genres. Yeah. Genres are already tr- genres are but, already tricky. But, but listen to this, right? So the best R and B album. Happy to be here, Aunt Clemens. Take time, give you on. To feel love, the Luke James. Bigger love, John Legend. All Rise, Gregory Porter. That's R&B. But they also have a best progressive R&B album. And that's Chilombo, Janelle Aiko. Ugly, Ungodly Hour, Chloe and Halle. Free Nationals, Free Nationals. Fuck Your Feelings, Robert Glasper. And it is what it is. The part that blows me is how I hear about all these artists that I've never fucking heard of and songs that I've never heard once. But I don't understand what could, what's the difference between R&B and progressive R&B? I feel like that's kind of what we, it's in a way what we've been asking for. Kind but of like it's a, because it's, it's almost alternative R&B. Because it's so, it's so, because I guess like the first time that you're seeing it, you're kind of like, wait, it's, why is it, it this? It's like, that's the SZA R&B? Is that but what, it's is like, that what it before is? that, it's like contemporary urban, but it's like, what is contemporary urban? But it technically is R&B, but it's progressive R&B. It's not contemporary urban. It's yeah. R&B, but not, not necessarily yeah. straight. There's, there, there's straight, yeah, like there's straight R&B, there's progressive. Progressive R and B, and then there's like urban contemporary. It's you're actually def- it gets, they're getting to the point where they're actually defining the genres, which is what we want. But since I feel like it's so new, they're gonna get some things wrong. And seeing it, you're just like, I don't know about that. But it's kind of what we've been asking for anyway. Yeah, because even in rap, they have the best rap performance. And they also have a best melodic rap performance. So I'm best it's rap. What we, yeah, it's like what we've been asking for. Like, these are like yeah. mad so, specific. Yeah. yeah, so like in rap but performance not. is a deep reverence, Big Shine featuring Nissy Hustle. Bop by the baby. What's popping, Jack Harlow? Fucking Jack Harlow. The bigger Bro, pic- I didn't know the that bigger was picture Jack Harlow. By, <laughs> the bigger picture by Lil Baby and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. And Dior by Pop Smoke. But then for best oh, melodic shit. rap performance, they have Rockstar, the baby featuring Roddy Rich. Laugh Now, Cry Later, Drake featuring Lil Durk. Lockdown, Anderson Park, The Box, Roddy Rich, and Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. So I just don't. I understand best progressive, progressive hip, progressive rap. Melodic. No, melodic, melodic rap. I understand that. That right. is needed. That 100% is needed. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll get that's to that, the point. That's like that trap R&B, Travis Scott beats. Trap ballads. Future. Trap ballads. Thank you, Future. Yeah, I could see that. I could Turn see on that. the lights, best melodic performance. Yeah, if right. they had a Grammy for right. that, oh my, Future needs a Turn on the Grammy. lights, <laughs> best melodic performance. Like we, it, that's what because like the Grammy, like, like they they are listening. Some things are getting right, some things are getting wrong. But best melodic rap performance, that's something that that's one hundred percent right because that is putting things that necess- like rap like rap performance versus rap album versus rap song. Mm-hmm. Melodic performance, that's something that's so very specific but needed because that's Young Thug. That's future. Kick giving Cuddy. the honors that it giving the Kick honors Cuddy. that Kid Cudi. Yeah, giving sure. it the honors that it actually deserves of the melodic performance of rap because that's what rap is turning into. That's needed. But also still having the a classic rap category. performance, like yo, who here's melodic rap. Who can do you can hit those, you know. 
melodies, <laughs> but rap performance, like, okay, who can actually spit and then rap album? They they kind of that was a flub, to be honest. That's hope hoping Freddie Gibbs gets it. Hoping yeah. Freddie Gibbs gets it. Because also the alchemist getting getting a, a, a Grammy. Grammy. But But I think I think it's gonna go to Nas, just because simply Nas has never gotten Grammy. I think if they give it to if they give it to um, Jay Electronica, basically because of Jay Z, it's kind of like the third act performance. Because I think um, uh, somebody somebody else pointed out was kind of like the magician's trick, where it's mm. like you show your hand, you disappear, and then you come back. It's kind of like you show your hand. That's like Exhibit A, Exhibit Z. You know, Exhibit A, B, and C. It's mm. like, oh yeah, Jay Electronica, Jay Electronica. You know, greatest rapper ever. He's right now. All this hype, and then it just disappears. He goes away. You don't, you, say, you're you're waiting know. for the album, but then he disappears. You don't know what's going on. Mm. All of a sudden, boom, here's the album. He gets nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> featuring then Jay-Z. it gets featuring Jay-Z, but then it wins the Grammy, the, the Grammy out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It is kind of a, it, it is a it is a storyline that I feel like it could be a little they could they could get a little, you know, a little politic, little little, mm-hmm. you know, well, grease. It could be a little grease in there. Well, you know, they say the whole game is politics when it comes to the Grammy. So if so if Jay Electronica gets the Grammy, I would understand that. Mm-hmm. But it need I feel like it needs to go to Freddie Gibbs. I, of those all of those albums listed, I think Freddie Gibbs has the best album. Again, I can't speak on D Smoke's album cuz I didn't listen to it. But mm-hmm. I think Freddie Gibbs' album is the best one. I really like. I really love Nas's King Disease. Um, a written testimony. I fuck with the album too. I can't see. It's a lot of. Did did four 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 win the best rap album for that year? I think so. I don't know what else was nominated. Oh no no! But... What else came out? Was that the same year of us? Uh, uh... Damn. Was that the same year as Damn? Uh uh-uh. uh. Was that the same year? I don't keep up with these white people awards, you brother. <laughs> was the, was four forty? Why do you need white people paperwork? Why do you need white people paperwork? Was was four forty four the same year as Nipsey Hussle's album, and is that same year as Daytona and Victory Lap? Uh, I don't know if all that was the no. same year. Victor, Vic, I think Victor was last year. I think is it, uh, is it last year or the year before? Because 444 four, 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 four was 2016. What is the year, you know? 444 was 2016. I remember it don't feel like a Daytona shit a and Victory Lap came out the same time as a Cardi B album. Cardi B won rap album of the year. Oh, okay. Over those two. That was like kind of a big controversy. Like, was this really the rap album of the year? It was the biggest album. It kind of, of deserved it. Yeah. Considering like, the run that she was on, it was like you, mm. you can no, you can't art, you can't dispute the fact that Cardi B won. But it's one of those things like Pusha T got nominated, and it's like wow, Pusha T got nominated for Rap Album of the Year. That's crazy. And then, Nipsey Hussle got nominated for Rap Album of the Year. That's fucking crazy. So that's why I feel like this this category is like I think Freddie Gibbs got a fucking nomination. Nas actually has a chance to get a Grammy. Jay Electronica. That nigga can get rid of that. And, you know, D-Smoke. <laughs> no diss to D-Smoke. I'm just like... He, he also, just, also for Royce the 5'9". And Royce the 5'9". Like, he... The, like, you just don't have there's three legit people who you never thought... Well, Nas should have gotten a Grammy by this point. But, like, three legit artists is like, wow, they, ha- they have a legit chance to get something that you, no one ever thought they'd ever get, you know? So I think that aspect is cool. So they had, like, a lyricist album of the year. And then they had like a melodic rap album of the year. 
But just for like, okay, you're serving the two bases. So then you can have the the Roddy Riches and the Little Babies and all of them in one category. Because what they do is valuable. What they do is cool. But you can also pay homage to the people who do this thing. Because Freddie Gibbs and Little Baby, they can both rap over trap beats. But what Freddie Gibbs do to that beat and what Little Baby do to the beat is just different. Can you actually compare them, though, in the same category? Do you think that's possible? Or do, they, think you do they need to be in a different category? There should be. That'll, that'll make it easier because you can also bring in... That's more people to bring in. Yeah. In like, you, you can say that they are actually two different genres of rap. Two different subgenres yeah. of rap. Because there's so many subgenres. Like yeah. Each of those albums could honestly fill its own subgenre. And it's just like a representative... It's like a division in fucking football. It's like, all right, yeah. this is the... But, this is the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, yeah to, to a certain extent, <laughs> I think that's getting, you can keep constantly breaking it down because like Freddie, with Freddie Gibbs Alchemist, that's one rapper and one producer. Right. Those albums could be, should be looked at differently than a rapper who works with 15 different producers. Like, it's, it's, it's like they're essentially forming a group and they're forming a sound. That's kind of the point I'm making there. Like, you can keep breaking it down. And so, so at one point, I think there has to be a cutoff. But I think the next big thing would be, if you can have a, a best rap performance and the best melodic rap performance. You can have the best rap album and the best melodic rap album. But I think the reason they're avoiding that because it's get too close to the whole mumble rap thing. And, you know, mumble rap has just, just has a bad connotation to it. Yeah. But I think melodic, melodic rap is the ability to take the ability. I guess, like, with mumble rap, it's kind of... With mumble rap, it's, mumble rap is kind of, like, free... It's, like, free... It's, like, free form. Right. Scat. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Drake, yeah. Same motherfucking, yeah. same motherfucking thing. Put Drake round Drake's. Yeah. <laughs> but do if Drake's. you're able to, like, if you're able to, <laughs> but I've never been embraced. I don't like that song. I fucking love that part. I'm like, bro, little Dirk. You say this nigga. <laughs> oh, little Dirk. Ooh, this is. But yeah, I, I, I do appreciate that. They, I, I do appreciate that they separated it. So it gives, it gives a legit. Not that it needed the legitimacy. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense of we don't give a fuck, but if I'm nominated, I give a fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like melodic rap performance, that's one of the things that was actually needed, so you can have that separation because that's what's that's what essentially we've been asking for. So if we were to keep pushing and actually take initiative and in taking a part of this thing that we don't like and do something about it, you know, yeah. it's it's so, something. So the other thing we've all been asking for for a long time. Was a Chappelle show on streaming services? Oh no, so, I heard. Yeah, so now in, Jap- in Chappelle's latest, they're 20, stealing from him or something, right? Twenty-minute stand-up. I think it's called Defiant, uh, Undefiant. Essentially, so Chappelle has asked all of his fans to not watch the Chappelle show. The Chappelle show. It's oh. on currently. It is on Netflix mm-hmm. and HBO Max. Is Netflix it still said. On there? Netflix said they'll take it out, so I it might no longer. It I might feel not, like I haven't seen it like advertised at all. I think they took it off. Yeah, so Chappelle I think they took probably, shit off that same day. Though. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> they're like yeah, nigga down. Yeah, yeah, it's probably off of Netflix, but it's still on HBO Max, which I'm a big proponent of. But <laughs> Bro, I was but, I was a little salty because I was like, all right, I'm gonna wait to watch it till it's gonna hit, and then right around the time I was feeling like watching it, yeah, it's. Had to take it off. Yeah, man, you gotta hop on it when you can, dog. Yeah. But like, I mean, why though? Like specific? Because I can't remember. Like, I just know that they're taking from him. From it, like he's not getting royalties. So a cent. Like he's why? How? Because of his contract. I was gonna say, did the contract he signed not have it in there? So 
No, it didn't. Why okay. don't we look at the contracts? How look, many times do we got to okay, do this? You got you to gotta think, though. This, that contract was made before Netflix existed. Uh-huh. So there was nothing in the contract to talk about. Oh, those types of situations. Those types of situations. Okay. So it's like it's not, so it's in the free Damn. phone. So the so they of course Comedy Central Viacom they're gonna be like oh we own it cool it's our shit yeah. and plus you bought that you kind of bought out of your old contract so you kind of lost all your all your royalties to that Crazy. right. So originally when Dave Chappelle he uh, he he, uh, he speaks all about this all in defiantly he says um. Yeah, I originally pitched the Chappelle show to HBO first. Hmm. HBO, they didn't just say no. They said, why do we, Why would we need you? Oh. He, like, he, he felt the disrespect. He was like, oh, okay, cool. And then finally, Comedy Central comes. They pick, they pick it up. <sighs> Great. Chappelle show. Chappelle, he was a good comedian. People knew who Chappelle was. But Chappelle show puts him to the stratosphere, right? Yep. Yeah. So he does amazing numbers. Yeah. So then he reportedly... Cause come on, then them DVD, them DVD sales hit season one, season two, season three, the complete box set. So reportedly, Chappelle made Comedy Central five hundred million dollars from just the show, the revenue he's getting from the show and the DVD sales, right? Jesus. So then that's when, so so before before they even know these numbers, they knew they was doing so well in DVD sales. Chappelle goes back to Comedy Central and says, "Hey, if y'all want me to do this contract." If y'all want me to keep going and shit, we need some updates. We, I'm, we gonna have to renegotiate. Yep. We need I want some a 50 50 split on my contract. Yes. Cool. We'll give you that. 50 50. Before these are four numbers come in. So let's say they think they're gonna do about 50 million in sales and total revenue, or whatever, right? Okay, cool. We'll give you 25 million. Great. These are hypothetical numbers, right? Mm. So allegedly, the number that came in was 500 million. So per the contract, I'm getting they owe Chappelle two hundred and fifty million. But what Comedy Central did was said, no, this you so outperformed your contract, your contract is no longer valid. Excuse me. So we're gonna give you twice the money we originally said we were gonna give you. So that twenty five, now we're gonna give you fifty million dollars. So remember everyone said out of my two hundred and fifty? So that remember what everyone said okay. Dave Chappelle was crazy, why he left 50, he had a fifty million dollar con he had fifty million dollars, he left it on the table, all that. So allegedly it's like, no, they owed him two hundred and fifty and they just tried to give him fifty. Wow. And he was like, No, I'm not going for that. So then he left and he went to Africa and yeah. they said, oh, we're just going to call you crazy. We're going to say this. We're going to say that about you. Yeah. That you left this money. People think you're a crackhead. It's still, yeah. <laughs> it's like a real crackhead. No longer pretending. But it's still, it's still $50 million. So that makes the joke when he said the only difference between like $10 million and $50 million is just an outstanding, outstanding $40 million. You could do everything you could do with $50 million, you could do with $10 million. The only difference is forty million dollars. Yeah. So to think, so that makes me think of that joke differently now. I was like, yeah, everything he could have done with two hundred fifty million, he could have done with fifty million. Only difference is two hundred million dollars. That's like such a crazy number to think of, right? It is. So, but also good for him. Fuck him. Yeah. So, but that's a bad contract. So they so now Viacom, uh, Comedy Central, they can just go. They can do whatever they want with the Chappelle Show because they own it. They own it in perpetuity. Well, essentially, if you ever, any independent artist, anybody working with anything, if anyone ever offers you any contract and it says in perpetuity, that means for now and for forever and all aspects for eternity, which means they will own that piece of product 
for no you forever. No matter what, even yeah. despite this contract. I was watching mm-hmm. something where somebody was talking about the word contract, and when you break it down, like, con. I'm like, you know what? This whole shit got me fucked up. We, Part we, of my French. What are they talking about, sisters? Ah, like don't spelling. get me started, bro. The con of the track that is a contract, boy. I'm sick of this shit. You fell down a whole tip, uh, YouTube, didn't you? <laughs> let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yes. <laughs> Everybody does at some point. You're going to fall down a, a YouTube Always. rabbit hole of propaganda. Because it sounds good for a while. It really does. <laughs> and there's a point. It's like you're crossing there's the line. There's a line. <laughs> there's a line. And they always cross it before the video is over. They <laughs> do. They really do. And every time I'm like, Just Why? in case you forgot, you, you would have stopped me. If you, you, you would have stopped me. it. At 35 minutes instead of 42 minutes, you would have made it. I'd have been sold. We would have been, been a number one fan. <laughs> Fucking nine out of ten from the field. Like, you would have got off clean. But, but you yeah. had to start throwing up. Birds. I'm like, why even? I, I, but I've always thought that though. I'm like, no, you can keep your contract. Look, I'm giving Shannon this and this and this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want solutions to all these problems immediately. But <laughs> I don't have one. Not even one. To the millions of problems. Yeah, but it's just. So, are, are y'all gonna watch the spell show? Are you not gonna watch it? Except because I won't. asked you not to. I mean, I, I mean, I, I already cool. went as soon as it went into Netflix. I binged watched everything anyway. I so should have like, fucking did that. I'm I so already, stupid. I've been I need doing to that. stop doing this. Have you been doing it all your life though? When Comedy Central was replaying it, like every time, like. I feel like it used to come on really, really late a lot. They would do the reruns, and I would just record and watch. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. the fact that I haven't had cable in so long, oh, okay. so I haven't watched the Chappelle Touché. show in so long. Touché. So it's like rewatching Touché. it is just like, whoa, this yeah. show is fucking it's so funny. funny. Yeah, I watched so fucking. I watched Chappelle show. It's so fucking funny. I watched it so much that like, I feel like I know all the skits backwards and forwards. Oh, it's them. still fun to me though. It's I love. No, it I love going I along just, with it. Just, oil? But you said something about oil. You cooking? Slap and run. So, uh, I just never I had to. It. I miss it so much. Yeah, I personally just never really had the desires to like when everyone else was watching it. I was like, oh, I'm not watching it for the first time. Oh, you know, I might find an episode here or there that I really want to watch. Oh, this skit I've been looking, I've been trying to see. It's been a see. long while. Yeah, yeah, I might do that. So, like, okay, they took it off Netflix. It's still on HBO Max. So, like, okay, cool. It did make me think. He. He got away with a lot of shit on Comedy Central. He did. Just he imagine did. what HBO, what HBO right. would have let him do. That's crazy. If they would have, they would have greenlit it. Char- I, I gotta say, rest in peace, uh, Charlie Murphy. His his skits were the f- I, he it's still pivotal so the funniest funny. ones pivotal they're the fun out of all three seasons his skits are still the funniest ones out of I all love of listening to him talk I love listening to him talk him just telling stories yes that's like the I thing love about it. Charlie Murphy he's he's like funnier for a different reason yeah. than his brother yeah yeah and it, this is wild because like he okay, has, okay, it's, okay. Like, it's way more close to home let's he's, not talk crazy here. they say like Eddie like Eddie Eddie isn't reasons. even the funniest one his entire family is like his whole family is like funny as shit yeah. he's not the funniest one but he's like the one that can act so he's the one that popped mm-hmm. it's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's incredible I uh yeah I was actually surprisingly really sad about his death Cause I was like, damn, I didn't realize how much I wanted to fuck with you. Like, you were so funny. And something about his vibe, like, just, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, the, the whole situation was sad. Yeah. 
for those episodes, don't get old. They can't get old. I just can't even imagine. Yeah, like the fucking Prince episode. I heard, I heard like on the I heard on the, the on the DVD on the DVD they have like extend they have like an extended cut with other stories that are just <gasps> as funny as the ones. I, saw, I was, my, I was my, thinking I was like, should I just buy the DVDs? But I was like, but is like HBO my, my sister, that many? My like, sister already <laughs> has the DVDs, so I'll just borrow them and watch them. But I gotta see those. If they, he said it's like they're just as funny, but like they Yum. just they, they just chose they just chose Not those too. ones. They, they literally just chose those two because they, they can, they, they can do them. But the rest of them are just as funny. Damn, yeah. it's crazy. So it's so I take it as it, no one's gonna watch the Chappelle show. I'm tired of giving these white men money at the cost of our like whole souls. In so the, I can happily not. I've seen it before. In, I'd in, like to watch it again, but fuck you. In their defense, they didn't do anything wrong. No, yes, they, they signed did. a contract. They no, a no, contract. just because you wrote it like that to play me. I mean, and my lawyers. Like, like no, I said, Netflix no. took it off. I, I guess it's on HBO Max still. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm saying they're under no moral obligation. They didn't do anything wrong. How could they you licensed, say that? No, how could you? Because Comedy that? Central licensed it out and said, "Hey, if you want to put this up for streaming, pay us, uh, pay us this amount of money. You could put it on your streaming service." They said, "Oh, for real? Bet, boom, they did it." HBO, HBO doesn't know that. Well, I was gonna say like, okay, HBO, like, they don't know that Chappelle wasn't getting paid for. I was that. gonna say like, I wouldn't hold them accountable, like, even though I'm, I'm sure like, they still couldn't be completely clueless. But Comedy Central, though, and it's like, oh yeah, then also I like, wanna. even they said, especially he's sure that the people who were there when he was there, they're no longer there. It's like the new set of people, new generation. He's like, y'all see, like he even said this, like, they never paid me, like. I didn't get a penny from that show. They never paid me. So he's like, go and they're not if y'all don't believe me, go down, look at your records, look at your books, see what the Chappelle show made, and see how much you paid out to me. Yeah. So he's like, until y'all pay me, I'm going to tell my fans not to watch it. I agree wholeheartedly with him, yeah. even though I'm like, can I have money? But also, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm here for that. I feel like it's a new era of leveraging your fans when yeah. it comes to big, these big corporations. Like, if that actually works to the point where it's like... I want it to he work. Can get, like, he can get a show taken off. Yeah. He can get to the point where it's like, hey, if, a, if an artist were to say, like, hey, don't stream my album until they fucking pay me or do right by me, and it actually works, I feel like that's a new era. That's of, what I want. Like, that's what I want. I want that shit. Yeah. I want that. Isn't that kind of what it, happened with Meg? To a certain extent, but everyone, when this same thing happened with Megan Thee Stallion, everyone was like, oh, you should never got a contract. You should have got a lawyer. You should have got all these different things. And should have, could have, would have. They shouldn't have raped me. How about that? Give me my money or don't listen. I'm sorry. I'm just so mad and tired of demons. I mean, it's, it's how the game, the game goes, you know? We're tired of playing. We're tired yeah, I mean, well, of well, playing. Megan is like, that's, that one but was kind of like, that's, that's, that, that, that one was kind of like, that's how the game, that's how the game goes. But, it is a, but no, but it is a two, it's a two-way street. Like, Dave Chappelle, you can, you, you can totally make an argument Dave Chappelle would not have been as big as he was if Comedy Central never gave him the shot to give him his own show. So they, they are, that's kind of the granted, thing they, are, they are entitled. Like, that, while it was Dave Chappelle, he also had like a super team behind him. Yeah. Yeah, so, Neil Brennan. He had... Um, Charlie Murphy, Larry. Fucking yeah, Paul Charlie Mooney. Murphy, <laughs> Paul Mooney in his fucking yeah. pocket, <laughs> John Mayer in his fucking pocket. Like, yeah, <laughs> Chappelle wasn't paying these people out of his pockets. 
Comedy uh. Central and Viacom are paying these people out of this pocket. So it took a it took a whole organization, a whole team to make that show what it was. But that's to be expected though. Like do something that's not your job, then I'll consider not looking at you like a demon. Till then, suck my dick, give me the money, the drip out of your whole bucket, and shut the fuck up. I'm mad. I'm mad. I understand. I'll be. I will be upset and mad too. Shit, I fuck. I, and I think I it's easier. Exactly. And, and I think it's easier now, like artists, comedians, whatever you is that you do, because yeah. you've already come in with a fan base and say, "Hey, I have this many followers on Twitter. I have this many Instagram followers. I already do this much independently, so I know my value. I'm coming in with. So you can't. You can't rob me. I'm writing you. To, I'm you. You want the opportunity to work with me, not the other way around. I don't need you to blow me up because I'm already this big. I don't need you for this because I already got this. You're trying to work with me. You're supposedly going to take me to another level, so you have to convince me. Therefore, you have to give me better contracts, better deals. So it's so you can see how these older comedians, uh, these older artists, are in these bad contracts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of De La Soul. It's essentially the same thing happened with them. Where like they're you can't even stream their new their old music because of the contracts there's and things they were set up in. They tell people Tommy Boy's gonna put out a whole compilation album. They're gonna put out all of De La Soul old projects, and they told people don't stream it, don't listen to it, because we're not gonna get a penny from it because the way a record contract worked. I sing uh, fucking Black Rob. Is is it either Black Rob or G Dep? Yeah. Where he was he was set into he was basically set into like yo I'm just a nigga in the streets like I'm. On my last fucking dime, and I'm selling. I got one record that's selling, and PDD about to sign me for like hundred thousand dollars. PDD about to sign me for a hundred thousand dollars for like mm-hmm. a ten ten album contract. Yeah, I'm about to sign it, but then it got absolutely fucked. Yeah, because the way record company contracts are set up, let's say they put a million dollars behind one project, one record, whatever, and, and that you- record doesn't make that million dollars back. They say, okay, cool. We're going to get this million dollars somehow, so we're going to take it from all your other contracts. So any other record you put out, any album, anything you do that we can make money off of that you sell is going to go against that million dollars we already you already owe us. And then you're all, and then you're supposed to owe us four more albums, On top but we're not going to release them because you haven't even made back the money from the first album yet. So now everything you ever put out, you're still trying to pay off your first album. And this is why artists get in debt and stay in debt. And they're entitled to these record companies because it's all it's set up for you. It's, it's not set up, set up, to up fail. for you to win. Yeah, yeah. You're not set. I think up that's to what's win making me things. mad because it's all the same bullshit. It's just a grander scale. Like, and I might not believe that somebody who makes music should make that much in comparison to like a teacher or whoever. But at the end of the day, when you're making that much revenue for a company, that company is nothing without you. I don't care what the company did to get me here in the building. I don't care that they built the building. I don't care that it's theirs. I, I'm the one that's running it. I'm the server. I'm the one that's in here doing it. The other- so pay me a livable wage or pay me what you owe me. Pay me what I deserve. You made 500 fucking million and me as the whole soul like creation of it, which Dave is, even though he had a team, whether that team came to him or went whatever, like, I think the I think the mentality of a lot of these record labels is you can do this with anybody. 
And and that's you can bullshit. Put, like, you can, you can that's put, what it is. Like they for, treat you uh, so uh, insignificantly, some, and it's like fuck some, you. Like, I'm some a artists, whole some, creative. Some artists you can believe that, and then some artists are just like completely unique in themselves. But they no. absolutely one hundred percent one hundred percent believe that they can that manufacture you, anything. You can manufacture a fucking star. I call so you. So who you I are does not fucking matter. I call bullshit. We can we can, make, we can make ten of you. No, on the on the on the other side of that. There's only a few artists Watch actually. Carolyn Tuesday. Only a few artists actually make money, like what when that's uh, Def Jam. Take just Def Jam label, Kanye, Big Sean, Two Chains, Logic. Those are really the only four artists on Def Jam that were making sure Def Jam light stayed on. And Universal as a whole, this is including Def Jam, Drake. Drake single-handedly makes sure that other artists can put their albums out. If a, if a record company puts out 100 artists, put out 100 artists' albums, they're probably only going to make money off of two or three of them. So the other 97, they know they're going to take a loss on. But is it really a loss if those two or three made you trillions? Yeah, but <laughs> those two or three made you trillions, yes, but you still got to pay for all these other people. And it's not just... Oh, you're splitting a 50-50 split. The record company gets paid. The person in marketing gets paid. The I know that there's a lot. Distri- I just distributors get distribu- paid. Distributors get paid. Got to put the CDs on the trucks. Yeah, like truck drivers got to get paid. So many people that go. There's so many people that get paid off of these things. That it's not to say I see. It, I mean, it's capitalism. You feel me? Kind of capitalism in and of itself is a it's a it's an evil game, it's a dirty game. So you can't really. In my opinion, you can't get mad at capitalism for being capitalism. You knew what you were signing up for. As soon as you say, hey, I want to get signed to a record label, you know I'm going to get robbed. True. I guess I'm Even just Drake. really mad Drake. at all of us for still playing you, along. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Drake's contract, Drake's contract is all fucked up. A lot of people get paid before Drake get paid. Drake <laughs> is just so big, it doesn't matter. Right. He's just so big. Baby get paid. Wayne get paid. Jay Prince get paid. Uh, J. Prince son get paid, Universal get paid, RCA get paid, Young Money get paid, Cash Money get paid, then Drake gets paid. He just makes so much money, it doesn't matter. But how many Drakes are there? But how many people are in the same exact contracts as a Drake? So by the time they actually get their money, there's nothing really left there, you know? But on the flip side of all of this, you have Kevin Hart. Who came out and said he doesn't want to be known like Dave Chappelle? You could say he's the greatest comedian ever. Well, he's top five, he's top three, he's in the running for it. Kevin Hart recently came out and said he doesn't necessarily he's care like, about yeah. being the greatest comedian of all ever. I know I'm not. Funny. He doesn't. He <laughs> okay. he doesn't care if that people think funny. that he is or is not funny. Probably not anymore. He wants to be. Yeah, that's what I think. He more so wants to be known as the greatest comedian as far as business goes. Like. Yeah, Kevin Hart was the first comedian to sell at a football stadium by himself. Just him. Just Kevin Hart name being on the he had a yeah, opener opener or two. But Kevin Hart name is what sold out that football stadium. Like he did the biggest numbers ever. He's in the movies, he's the he's on his run, he did everything. He's making the most amount of money he possibly can during the time he's hot. So at that point in time, he's like, yeah, I'm in a position. Kevin Hart's never gonna be a position. Where he has to ask his fans not to stream one of his old comedy specials. Because he said, I do better business than what you could argue Chappelle did. And that's where I'm going to be great at. It's like what... Um, it's like, yeah, I'm different. It's like what Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Like, he's like, I'm the greatest boxer because I made the most money. Because I knew how to work the game. 
I knew how to work the system the best. If you want to say Ali's the, you want to say Ali's the greatest boxer. If it you sounds like say, a pick me. I didn't you ever heard that phrase? It's, it's like it's, it's almost as if they're moving the goalposts. Yeah, like, I'm probably not going to be considered the greatest. Right. I know. Yeah, yeah, no one's going to consider me the greatest. The funniest here. person, but me, I did better. Let me business. create a so new like category. Something. Yeah, progressive comedy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's is one. I, I don't. I, it's is weird because it's one of those things where you put in like anytime you put money first. It, it looks, it just, it just kind of looks, because like when you're best, best, best businessman, you can, anybody, like, you can it's do anything with business. It's a numbers game, right? It's a, it's a numbers We're game. We're talking like, about you, art you right pin, now. We're pin, talking about You can pimp numbers. And it doesn't matter to the, it's like the actual substance of what you're producing. Yeah, it still takes so time. So when you say, when you say, hey, I'm the best businessman when it comes to comedy, it's and? kind of like. <laughs> Congratulations, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you made the most money, but you're not, <laughs> but you're. Like the substance of what you're producing isn't as good of as, as good as these other people. So Dummy. is that does it really? Who exactly cares about that? Right. Like, stop trying to deflect. Does, like, who, who, like, who, what, what do you get? What, what are you getting from that? Who cares? Like, who actually cares about that? It's like, hey, I don't think he's funny, but he made a lot of money. What is that actually worth? You personally, yeah, you're making a lot of money, but what is that in the realm of everything? What does that actually mean? What is that worth that you made more money, even though you're not going to be considered one of the greatest comedians from the substance of what? Because people, people still say Kevin Hart isn't funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still say. I'm one of those people. <laughs> but he made a lot of money, so. Oh, no, definitely. But, but he, does, that, like, does that matter? But I, I mean, if you're talking about comedians, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of comedians are broke. A lot of comedians are you being know, funny. Like they had to actively work. Like, you should be funny. Keep the lights right. on and stuff. So, I think Kevin Hart is like, if you want to put, if you want to make the Mount Rushmore a comedian, you can make the argument Kevin Hart has to be on there because of the things he did. He, Kevin Hart was able to do things in comedy that no other comedian was ever able to do. He reached heights no other comedian has ever been able to reach. He kind of gives me a joke. He is that a short joke? No. Yes, David. He kind of gives me the same vibe as like Tyler Perry in the sense of like he brought a familiar niche that we knew in our community, but the rest of the world was like, <gasps> so funny. What is this? He was basically pimping a butterfly. You know, and it like it worked bankroll wise and it even worked for. Would you, consider, like, would you consider Tyler Perry one of the greatest filmmakers of all time? No. Hell no. But he made a lot of money. See? See? And, and that's why I like to use and, that comparison. I, I feel like don't get me wrong. Like, like I love Tyler thing. Perry. I love it. But, but only because, like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God. My family's on TV. No, look at Lil Nas <laughs> like, X. look at my grandma. One the, Lil Nas X, one of the, you know, the biggest artists of 2019. Yeah, but look. Was, look is he considered, like, one of the best rappers ever? No, but For the biggest he is one of the of best trolls ever. Yeah, for sure. He really like he's that nigga funny your show, bro. Yeah, also, <laughs> also while we're here, this is probably going to come out after December first. But uh, yeah, go watch and stream uh, Amazon's Music Video Awards. Uh, that's hosted by Lil Nas X. Our homeboy Cooper is going to be on that. Yeah, Cooper. Quick plug. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Yeah, I broke the seal. But <laughs> but um, white claws, speaking yo. to Tyler Perry, I can say that when you talk about black. Directors, black creators, you will be remiss if you don't mention Tyler Perry because what he did, he has Tyler Perry Studios. Of all the other black creators, like even Spike Lee, biggest black director ever, arguably the best black director ever, he doesn't 
he has 40 acres. We've had that for years. He hasn't been able to do what Tyler Perry has done. So you can't, even if you want to say that Tyler Perry doesn't make as quality a movie as a Spike Lee or whoever you no, want to There's people that love that shit, though. Yeah, there are. I'm just saying, like, you can't, it's because we personally don't fuck with, you can't discount that value. Like, when Kevin Hart came out with, uh, I'm a grown little man and laughing my pain, I remember sitting in my dorm room freshman year, everybody gathered around, dying laughing at uh, laughing my pain. And I'm a grown, like, people just, oh, bro, bro, you got you, you to do Kevin Hart on bootleg? Bro, oh, put that shit up. Funny, Every bro. 30, 40 people in one room crowded around a little ass TV. I couldn't escape from those fucking shit. Kevin Hart jokes. I'm like, oh my God, y'all stop. Panams, Niggas were saying that for, for years. People was like, you going to learn today. You going to learn today. Kevin Hart was hilarious. Everyone was fucking with Kevin Hart. And then he got bigger. He got started getting better roles in movies. You know, he was in a 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, I remember that. It's like all these shits. He, right, he has a hood movie out there. It, yeah. Uh, was it Paper Soldiers? Yeah, Paper Soldiers. But this is before then. Yeah, all this is before then. So, like, he's... He has he, the worst movie ever. Soul Plane. Isn't yeah. that regarded as, like, the worst... Like, yeah. one of the worst movies? Yeah. He also had, like, a pilot for, like, a comedy, for, like, a, a comedy show. Like a, in the era, like Kevin Hart. You seen Kevin Hart put in the work. You seen when he had nothing, and how he slowly built up to where he's at now. And it was like, okay, cool. He just did business the right way. So I can't never say Kevin. Do I think Kevin Hart's funny? I think Kevin Hart's hilarious because I seen him be hilarious. Do I like his? I just don't like his newer stuff more than like his older stuff because he's speaking to a different audience. He's like a nigga that crosses over. You feel me? Like, all right, cool. I did this real rapid rap shit. Now I'm gonna make these poppets. I can still do the rapidly rap shit. I don't. I won't. Cause nigga, why? It's kind of like Lupe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. It's one of. It's one of those things where it's like you or would you? It's like you know. Does McDonald's make the greatest burger ever because they sold more than anybody else? It's, if, it's, you're li- if you're listing the greatest, if you're going to make a top 10 of the greatest, greatest burgers, burgers ever, time. you would have to put the big back right, on it. Simply, simply because of how but, right but, but they are that way because of how they were, how they were able to sell it, mm-hmm. not necessarily how, how good those burgers were. Yeah. If you want to talk about the most influential burgers, you would have to talk about it. If you want to talk about it, you might not be, it not might be on the best tasting list. But if you want to talk about both the greatest burgers, the most influential burgers, all these other qualifiers, you will have to put it on there. You feel me? Because of how I mean, it's me. Maybe that's me personally, where I don't consider I don't consider the amount of money that you made the consider like the caliber of the um the I guess the caliber of the substance of the product. I mm-hmm. no, I, no I, not, like I measure, and I'm not saying that either. Like I measure the difference, but. To a certain extent, you would have to understand because it's kind of like Drake, where it's like, is Drake one of the greatest rappers of all time because of how much he sold? But at the same time, he's got hit, he got bang, you know what I'm saying? He got bangers, he got hits. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Can't, like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, you, you can't, can't say you, Kev, you can't say Kevin Hart's not funny and you never seen I'm a grown little man or I laugh at my pain. Those shits are still hilarious to this day. Like he had his, he had a part where everyone's like, yo, Kevin Hart, yo, Kevin Hart funny. Kevin Hart a funny motherfucker. Like I was he, gonna say that he didn't just I was pop, he didn't about. just pop. No one he's not on industry plan. No one just dropped Kevin Hart in and say, "Hey, here's the new, here's the new guy." No, Kevin, you seen Kevin Hart grind and get way. to where this point. Now I am his proud comedy of that. is just not where it's 
I he, does, he doesn't speak to he doesn't speak to his original audience anymore in his comedy. Like in his newest special, Zero Fucks Given, it was it was cool. I chuckled. I chuckled a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, so I, I chuckled all throughout. <laughs> I didn't have no big belly laughs. I didn't fall out dying. Yeah. I didn't say one time this was hilarious. But like, oh, this is funny. It's decent. He's living too lavish now to be able to make us laugh. And that's pretty much what all his jokes are what about. What happens. Yeah. Like, yeah, the joke about, like, yeah, my kids. My money. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my... The way I live now. <laughs> They're like, yeah, my kids, they, their whole life, they've been they only flown private jets. So the first time they was going with their mom, they flew, like, economy. They called me, dad, dad, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I'm not going to laugh yeah, at that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, be mad at that. I'm yeah. not even going to laugh. We got to take off our shoes. You got to put things in different trays. People live like this. <laughs> then he's like, oh, then he took his, uh, his wife, his ex-wife took his kids to the, to the amusement park. And they call him like, that. we got to wait in line. We've been waiting in line for hours. We still can't get on. We even got the fast pass. It's not fast enough. It's not fast enough. Because they're so used to Kevin Hart. Oh, I just ran out the whole park. amusement park for the day. Yeah. We just got it. And he said, all right, yeah, all right, guy, put, 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 your, put your mother on the phone. Put your mother on the phone. Put your mother on the phone. He says, I won, bitch. He just hung up the phone. Like, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the joke. So, like, a lot of stuff is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. It could be funnier if I wasn't <laughs> struggling to, <laughs> whatever, eat, but. <laughs> yeah, it's like he just speaks to a different, a yeah, different audience. Yeah. And at the same he's time. He's speaking to LLC Twitter. He's speaking to the Kardashians. and uh, No, I think he's, speak, he's speaking to, like, because uh, he, he talks about his life. Yeah. It's like, all right, he. Talked about the struggle for so long. He can't keep talking about making fun of his dad for being a drug addict. Yeah. And him struggling. He hasn't done that in so long. It wouldn't be authentic. Like he shot a whole special in his house. It was like, what is he what is he supposed to talk about? He doesn't do what Chappelle does. He's not trying to do what Chappelle does. He's not trying to have these big commentaries on life and black people and the world at large. He doesn't play in that field. You feel me? You can't judge. I wonder why. I don't know. Like I look at it as, this is this is his brand of comedy. Of yeah. how, like how I like guess like how Kevin Hart like Kevin Hart isn't. I'm going to set up a joke and be funny. Kevin Hart is. This is something that's funny that's happening right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Dave Chappelle, he said he's able to talk to you. Set past, up the, present, set, future. Yeah, his he, whole, he can say he can set up the, his whole special is one joke. Yeah. He yeah. Can, like he can do that. They do but, different. They do different things. Like you can't get mad. You can't look at Shaq's three point percentage and say he's a terrible basketball player because he couldn't shoot the three well. You feel me? And you can't like that's not what Shaq did. Shaq dunked the ball. Right. So I guess um, let old dogs lie. Right. I'm tired of people trying to drain blood from. Like, what are the phrases? <laughs> sleeping dogs lie. Like, uh, clearly, be, like, or he can just, or, you or, don't have uh, it. Or evolve. It's, right, that's what I'm saying. Or, like, adapt or, or die. English, English, or evolve. English is fucked up. Yeah, English. <laughs> no, because, like, colonialism. No, because it's, 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 it's like, let sleeping dogs lie. Like, it, it should be lay because only humans can lie. Bruh. There you go. There you go, kids, in your English papers. You're writing. <laughs> only humans can lie. If you, you say a human can only say, I'm about to go lie down. The dog cannot go lie down. Go lie down. The dog has to go Bingo. lay down. A human, you cannot, as you as a human, cannot go lay down. You have to go lie down because only humans can lie. That's the rule of English. That's, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. And King James, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's my dog is you at home. You sick son of a bitch. <laughs> What'd you say? 
She's like, yeah, I'm about to go lie down. These boys tripping. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't here listening to this Jeezy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, You Got Served? Oh, my God. Yeah, so You Got Served is coming to Netflix on December 1st. Get it together. I put it in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping everybody would, like, look at their phone at once and be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, boy. See, jo- see, Josh, you... You're not spoken into existence. There we go. Like just like that, <laughs> bruh. Like, I got powers. You get to hear Joe. You get to hear Joe Bunn's greatest hit over and over again. Listen, you got money. people. People. Listen, people. People say, "Yo, you got served a movie." No, you just don't motherfucking understand that shit. You wasn't. You wasn't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. If you say you got served was a bad movie, you wasn't there. You weren't. You weren't laughing at Eric. You don't get it. I've watched that movie multiple times. <laughs> I had the DVD. My sister had the soundtrack, nigga. <laughs> I know that movie word for word. That's a great motherfucking film. I can't wait till it comes to Netflix. I'm gonna watch that a hundred fucking times. I love that film. I love Pop that movie. Locking his way to Netflix. Leah, go home and stop. I can make a home. Come I'm on, done. fam. I'm Come done. on, fam. <laughs> Sir. Sir. I'm dead. Come on, fam. Like it's, it's one of those movies. It's bad. It's like I understand. It's bad. But it's a bad, it's a good bad Isn't film. Justin what Tim- is this? Isn't Justin Timberlake and his brother the two bad guys Saint? in the movie? No. Who is Lil Saint? It's some dude from, I think it's like some Lil dude from like Wild Now and like this other guy. No, no, no. Lil a choreographer. Lil, no, I don't remember the character. No, Lil Saint for this movie. Dude, it's a Lil Saint. <laughs> no, no, no. Same thing happened. No, it was Wade Robinson. G Harbaugh's G Baby. <laughs> Same shit. Man, I love that fucking Hood film. Bad. I love, I love that, I love that movie. Competition good. When you talk about a period piece, <laughs> a period up. piece. If you no, really, if you want to understand the early 2000s, early, if you want to understand the early 2000s, watch, you watch, watch The Wire, you, and then you watch You, you Got, got Motherfucking Sir. Yeah, you gotta watch You Got. And they served. explain everything. It explains <laughs> it, it. Oh my god! Oh, that the half. I think. I think at one point. Um, what's the name? Jay Boog. He had the half Jordan, yeah. the Wizards, yeah. the part Wizards. Yeah. No, no, it was it was either the Iverson it was or the a Jordan black and white Jersey. Iverson. But it was like half. Yeah, but it's two that, different teams uh, yeah, yeah. split down the middle. That shit yeah. was that shit is quintessential. An era. I, An nobody era. bought that back yet. I, I've been I've been to plenty. I've been to plenty uh, early two thousands parties. Nobody has the depth of knowledge. To bring back that jersey, <laughs> specific it was like the Iverson. I haven't like I haven't seen the Iverson one in person. The only one I've seen is the Jordan, the Bulls, Wizards, Jordan jersey split in half. I've seen that in person, but the split jersey, nobody has the depth of knowledge of the era <laughs> to truly understand how powerful it is to see in person. Right. But uh, speaking of eras, it has been an era, and it has been episode. 53 of 3 B Set Podcast. As always, you can follow us collectively at 3 B Set Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, 3 B Set Podcast. I had to pull the sassy, just sassy, sassy. <laughs> But you can follow me at uh, Speedwagon X on it's Twitter. It's On Instagram, the zebra has found her stripes. That's where you can find her. Josh, where can we find her? I know Jones everywhere. Ashton, where you at? You can find me on Twitter at A underscore... Ash... Ash... Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Ash the Stampede. You can find me on Instagram and everywhere else at A underscore Sun 10. 
Three Piece Set is your favorite bio podcast. And this has been a nose. Yeah,